probably be dead. It's The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Welcome to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. Got a lot to get into this morning. We'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. We'll do that at 9 o'clock. And I saw golf had its first round of positive testing for COVID. More and more football players around the country are testing positive for COVID. More and more athletes. Now, I think testing, that was to be expected, right? Well, testing goes up and positive cases are going to go up. I think, um, you know, I think for everybody who thinks because more and more testing of athletes is happening and more and more athletes are getting tested and testing positive, that that means sports aren't going to happen. I think, I think you're crazy. Shut it down. I don't see it. I, I don't. I'm still, I'm not coming off it yet. I'm, I'm not. I, I, I think these leagues are going to figure it out. I think most people are going to push back and say, look, dude, here's the thing. Even if you test positive for it, most people, if you're young and fit, tend to seem to be okay. Um, at least right now, I know more and more kids now we're starting to see in the hospital, though that may do it. Like mm-hmm. I saw more and more kids are now starting to be admitted into the hospital with COVID issues and being tested and being because that was the like the that was the biggest thing for a while. It was like it doesn't seem to be affecting children. Right. And here's the deal. Had it affected children from the beginning, we would have handled this way differently. Yeah, if it weren't elderly people, Masks, right. None of us would be arguing masks if children were dying. Protect the kids. Like that's like honestly, we all know that to be true. Like we, we, this country, we're ageists. We really are. We put a premium on youth. It's the fountain of youth everybody's looking for. Nobody's looking for the fountain of old. Nobody wants that one. That that one's out of commission. Dude, that one's got no more liquid in it. Give me the fountain of Buckeye card. Yeah, dude, nobody wants that one. No one's reaching for that one. It's the fountain of youth you want, right? It's true. Dude, what what do men get in trouble for? Dating down, dating younger. What do you do with music? You listen down. That's kind of what happens. Everybody's trying to stay at the party. And so if it were affecting really young people, we would have handled this way differently um let me ask you this question about the covid all right have you had your temperature taken once okay that's the same number i have too one time since february yeah once uh my wife when this whole thing kicked off had to get her temperature because she works at a hospital sure uh she had to do the whole temperature check screening makes sense every day she went in but i've only had mine done once so yeah, I got mine done Friday night. Really? That was the first time my temperature has been taken, like at an establishment or a business or something I was a part of. Oh. I volunteer, excuse me, I volunteer at the first tee in Canton, which is uh, an organization that, you know, uh, makes golf accessible to young kids, right? Okay. And I'm kind of like a, you know, a student instructor, or whatever. And you kind of just sit there and kind of like watch them. As a matter of Friday night, we just had them play a scramble. It was like, all right, everybody hit and see how you all do and, and all that. And by the way, dude, some of these kids got swings on them, man. There was like about a 10, 11 year old kid there the other night who could just like straight drill it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, dude, you're going to be pretty good at this, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, you're working with people's kids. So like masks required, yeah. You know, uh, while you're you know standing near a kid or whatever, you had to kind of had to have the mask on and that whole thing, which I totally understand. I, I totally get it, right? Um, but you know, I was walking through the parking lot and they said, "Hey, you know, come here first. and they took my temperature oh. before we did. It, and I said, "Oh yeah, that's part of this." <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's part of this. Where it's like apparently like the high fever and in, in, like a rise in temperature is an indicator. Oh look, there may be an issue here, mm-hmm. right? Fever may be part of this. And it, I, it, like, it hit me. It's like, why is this the first time this is happening to me? Like, if this is like the big thing, if this is one of the big things, now expense is probably it, right? I don't know what those machines cost, but they can't be cheap. I wouldn't think. Then you got to have people who can do it. You got to pay. You got to have people out there who are willing to go out there and do it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's literally pointing this thing at somebody and pressing a button. I I'm mean, not going to tell Nick can't come in. I mean, a volunteer was doing it. So I, I don't think it's difficulty of doing it. Maybe not wanting to deal with people like yeah, you freaking go, out over it. Right, you go and tell them they can't come oh, in. Oh, all right. That's okay. If if that's the issue versus I can't work the machine, then yes. I mean, because it's I mean it's basically I mean it's much like a breathalyzer. You just pointed at the thing and press the button and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took like no time. And apparently I was cleared and I was good and all that. And I wore the mask and I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Um, there are people who do. There are uh, the cancel culture people are out there at nine thirty. We're gonna have to get into this. Joe Rogan. People are coming after Joe Rogan now. For two different reasons. Oh, they got two. There's the Joey Diaz thing, and I have some audio. We're going to play that. And I will admit that that's not necessarily great audio. I don't think you're going to be able to cancel Joe Rogan over it. Um, but I, I, it does not. Nobody comes off looking great in that audio. Um, but I'll explain why people. I'll explain why it. Not what happened is all right, but why telling the story is all right. Um, we'll get into that at 9.30, but people are also looking to cancel him. A little spoiler here. We might as well just get into this here. Because Joe Rogan said wearing masks is for bitches. Oh! Jeez. I don't know what everybody's problem is here. I don't get it. Much like I tell people all the time, oh, you're upset about hearing the opinion of Dan Stansberry on something called The Stansberry Show? <gasps> what do you think Joe Rogan was going to do? Go out there and give you your opinion? Yeah, he was going to tell you what you wanted to hear. <laughs> That's what he's supposed to do? On the Joe Rogan show? I don't get it. And the only reason people want to cancel this now is because they know Spotify paid him $100 million. That's the only reason you want to cancel this now. Which, Joe Rogan got paid? Which makes you dummies. It makes you a complete and utter dumbass. And here's why. Why did Spotify give Joe Rogan all that money? Why? Because of how much money Joe Rogan was making on his own. <laughs> they just wanted to get in. They wanted in. That's all they wanted. They just wanted in on the thing that was already big. So my point being is, you only want to cancel this now because you know a company is attached to it. That's it. You want, you want the company to be shamed. That's what you're looking to do. There's, by the way, I kind of want this to work too because he's not with Spotify, not iHeart. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I kind of want this to blow up in his face a little bit too. But the truth of the matter is, I don't think it will. Because Joe Rogan was already making a ton of money. And that's when the stupid suits who would have told Joe Rogan forever were like, no, 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 that will never work. Talking to astrophysicists will never work because most of America's dumb. Turns out, no, they aren't. <laughs> it turns out, no, no, people actually do have a thirst for other things. Yes, he talks to fighters. And yes, he talks to this. And yes, he talks to that. But he also talks to scientists. He also talks to doctors. But people have a problem with that because those doctors come on there and go, yeah, a lot of what you're hearing right now is complete and utter, you know, falsehood. But that's why you want to cancel him because you know the hundred million dollars. Never mind the fact that he made a hundred million dollars before Spotify ever showed up. I'm I, pulling numbers out of the air. He made a boatload of money. I don't know what Spotify he was making, came in. but he was making a ton of money. He was making a ton of money. That's why. Why do you think this company wanted in with him? Because they were making money with him. That's why. That's the only reason why you want to cancel it is because you've heard that one hundred million dollar tagline. And why does that make you want to cancel it? You know why? Because you drank Haterade every day, and you don't have any talent, <laughs> and you can't figure out how to make $100 million on the internet. That's what it is. If you could figure out how to make $100 million on the internet, trust me, you wouldn't want anybody being canceled on the internet. That's how that works. The Stansberry Show. Maybe just try to scream slightly. 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. Online, WRQK.com. We'll talk to Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. We'll do that at 9. Also, the attempt to cancel Joe Rogan at 
And men, the thing that's in your dating profile is that's stopping you from getting laid. Really? At 7.30. Yeah, and this one should have been easy. Okay. By the way, this is a double, this is a double standard that is allowed. Women are allowed to think less of you if you do this, by the way. Okay. But if you do this to them, it's totally sexist. But at 7.30, why women are allowed to judge the masculinity of men? Mm. And then when you show them how masculine you can be, then it's, well, now that's, that's a toxic level of that. <laughs> that's too masculine. Don't, don't give me that much masculinity because then it's toxic. But the thing in your uh, dating profile that women claim, yeah, dude, that makes you look too feminine. We're out. Okay. They're allowed to do that. That's interesting. Interesting. No, no, no. I'm canceling women at 730. <laughs> okay. You're canceled. You're done. You're over. Time to clock out and go home now. <laughs> so stupid. But at 730, I agree with them, by the way. I agree with what women are saying here at seven thirty. Did you get anything good for Father's Day? What was uh, the what happened? To, what, what happened with the gifts? Uh, I got uh, a bunch of Funko, the, the little things that I collect. Yeah, I got okay, some, that the, makes sense. The kids and the wife got me a couple of those. So that was now, nice. uh, which ones did we get? Did we get? Uh, I got good? a Joker Arkham Asylum Target exclusive. Ooh. Uh, I got a Baby Yoda one, and I also got a Miles Morales Spider Man uh, one as well. So they're in the car. I- I gotta, I gotta bring them in and, and set them up with the rest of the collection. But they're in the car, waiting for me to, uh, to bring them in later this morning. I actually, um, I this weekend, it was like you took over my television. Really? Yes. I watched a ton of the DC Universe. Oh. Okay. I have HBO Max. Yeah. And HBO's got, I guess, some deal with DC, right? Well, it's owned by Warner Brothers. And uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So that's so there it is. Yeah, they all they um, all kind it's of all pretty much the same umbrella there. Yeah, I'm gonna boycott. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, because it just goes to show you how hard it really is. So it seems to me, comic book fans, which you were definitely in this camp, mm-hmm. right? Love the Marvel movies. Yes, for the most part, and then the DC movies get like dragged. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I was like, all right, I, I want to watch this as a, as a you know, bipartisan, <laughs> you it's know. a guy who's just kind of looking from the outside. And just wanted to, like, take a look at it, right? All right. So I rewatched Wonder Woman first, and I know I like that. Like, okay, I, so like, you started with a good one. Yeah, like, I <laughs> liked that movie. Like, I, I did like that. I liked that movie when I saw it in the theater. I liked it the first time I saw it at home. And then, I, dude, I've now seen that movie three times, right? That's how, so I like that movie. I'm into that. So I watched Wonder Woman. I was like, all right, well, that I kind of liked. And it, and I don't even like the, the guy that's in that movie with her. Chris Pine, I hate yeah. that kid. I hate that kid. Um, but I was like, all right, this movie's pretty good, right? All right. So I watched that. And then I was like, all right, well, let me watch Justice League. Ooh. And I was like, because I remember watching it, but I was like, I think I fell asleep in this because I turned it on late one night and whatever. I was like, I know I don't, I, I don't remember it, so watch it. It'll be like I've seen it for the first time. Okay. So I watched Justice League. I gotta be honest with you. It's not that bad. It's not a bad movie. It's just very herky jerky. The the enemy Steppenwolf yes was kind of strange with the dual horn helmet thing. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but why I liked it is he's not so big Thanos that you think there's no way he's going to be defeated. Oh. I do like, though, how comic books all come down to, no, it's five stones, or no, you need three cubes. Yes. It's all like, you got to go to different planets it's to collect all, the thing. It's all It's like, jeez, this is all pretty much, yeah, this is it's pretty much the same story here, right? Um, but 
his minions, like the flying things yeah. or whatever, those didn't look right. And so, like, that was kind of felt lazy, yeah. which brought the movie down to me. But overall, I didn't think Justice League was that bad. Justice League isn't terrible. It's just the fact that it's half of one dude's movie and half of another guy's movie smashed together. That's what they did with Solo. Right. Yeah. That's the problem with okay. it. It's like, you took, you took Zack Snyder's movie... And you mashed it with Joss Whedon. I think it was Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon's movie. And then you kind of came out with this, which is why I think in the beginning of January you're getting the Snyder Cut version of Justice League. Yeah, I want to see that. So it'll be interesting to see the difference between those two. All right. Now that you say that to me, there were points in this movie where I was like, geez, this is what happened here. 20 minutes went by and it's like a different movie. Right. Like there's, there, is Wait, some of, there is some of that in that movie. Yeah, it just didn't flow right. So after watching Wonder Woman, all right, which again I loved, I love her in that role. I think she kills it. She looks great in it. She's, uh, she's, I don't know. She's got the right strength for it. Mm-hmm. I, there's something about her that Gal Gadot, and she's totally annoying. By the way, she's one of those. Oh my god, she's like a total bleeding heart, cancel everybody person. Mm. Um, and she's totally annoying, but like she looks the part for Wonder Woman. She killed it. So I watched that, and then I watched Justice League. And then after that, and I, you'll have to tell me the timeline here. Okay. I watched what I thought was the worst one of them all. Because the first time I tried to watch it, I hated it. And I turned it off. But you said last week, you're like, ah, dude, that one visually is all right. So I went back and I watched Aquaman. Aquaman is entertaining. It's not a great movie, but it's entertaining. So Aquaman, for me, was a lot like the rest of these movies. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's 25 minutes too long. Like, yeah, if, you could probably chop it down. We just got to get to the editing bay in these things. They're not bad movies. I'm just a little too critical when you take too much of my time, like I'm probably doing for a lot of people right now. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, but I, I, I get critical there. I, uh, but the first underwater scene where they all show up on like the seahorses and stuff, I was like, ugh. But then I was like, okay, dude, this is a world about Atlantis. Right. Under, like, you have to, you have to give, you have to give in a little bit. Suspend here. the reality, suspend the reality, la, 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 la. And again, much like The Mandalorian, you gotta understand, it's meant for a 15 year old, but not, make a 40 some year old not wanna walk out of a theater. That's yeah. a hard line to walk. You're trying it, to do two things that's, at once. That's there. a, it is, it's a hard line to walk there. So I watched Aquaman. And I got to be honest with you, I liked it. I yeah? was like, yeah, I, I like. I was like, I, it's not like I love it. Yeah, it's, it's a not li- Wonder Woman or anything, but it, it's entertaining it's enough. It's a little too long, but at the end of the day, if they made another one of these, I could get it. Like I could totally see how this happens. Well, yeah, they're gonna. I uh, so, and I think you're right about Henry Cavill as Superman again in Justice League, um, and I think you're absolutely right about him. It's he, not his. He's a good Superman. It's just the stuff around him isn't good. He looks the part. Oh, dude, he's like, he, if you were going to typecast a Superman, it's Henry Cavill. It. Yeah, that's he's it. it. I think the character's a little Boy Scoutish. Again, I always talk about this. They kind of address that with Captain America on the Marvel yeah. side. And we're like, dude, what? And they kind of like, you know, kind of doctored it up. Superman kind of needs one of those. Well, that's what Man of Steel tried to do. I don't think that was his problem. Let me tell you who I think the problem in those movies was. All right. Dude, Amy Adams is not good. As Lois Lane? She's not good. Yeah, she was kind of... The, actually, you know what the funny thing is? I was watching Batman versus Superman yesterday on TNT. Really? Yeah, because they had it on. and was, I almost watched that, too, but I was like, nah, I remember not, I remember not liking that As much movie. as I don't like the movie, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. I'm like, look, Batman's on. I'm going to watch Batman. I get it. So it's like, I watched that, and my wife was sitting next to me, and she goes... 
God, Lois Lane is the worst in this movie. And I go, you know what? She is the worst. I How many times does she have to be thrown off something and Superman just has to save her? She's always in the way. Everybody, so Amy Adams is one of these people. Her talent is like Chrissy Teigen's looks. <laughs> okay. I always hear about how it's there, and yet I don't see any of it ever. I, uh, <laughs> I, everybody tells me how hot Chrissy Teigen is. I'm sorry, I don't see it. Maybe as she's stuffing, you know, oranges in her cheeks to where she looks like that. Like she looks like a chipmunk storing things in her cheeks for the winter. I don't see Chrissy Teigen being hot, and I don't see Amy Adams' talent. I don't see it. I, I like to me, I think she's a bad actress. I don't even think she's somewhat. I think she's bad at it. Um, and she doesn't look like Lois Lane to me. No. She didn't feel, she doesn't come off as strong. No, she comes off as very weak in that movie. And oh, it's the, it's the old stereotypical, oh, Superman, please save me. Yeah, I think her, I think her talent has been, uh, has been overstated. I don't think Amy Adams, by the way, I never get over the fact that she looks too much like the woman who plays Pam in The Office. Oh, yeah. She her looks, and Jenna Fisher. Yeah, her and Jenna Fisher look too much alike for me. And her- honestly, at the, most of the time, I'm like, dude, just bring me Jenna Fisher. She probably would have been cheaper. It's this like, might, might have been better. It's her, Jenna Fisher, and uh, the the girl who's married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Isla, Isla, whatever. Her yeah, name but is. see, her, I do think. I, I think she's kind of hot. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I think she's funny. But there's something about. I forget her name too. But yeah, it's Isla something. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. She is. Uh, but I, I, her, I think she's a little bit funny. Amy Adams. Everybody tries to tell me what a great actress this woman is. I, I'm sorry. She's I the just, worst part of those movies. Yeah, she's t- absolutely terrible in those movies. Here's what's next on the Stansberry Show. That's how I spent my weekend. I wasn't too far off watching some DC stuff there. I don't know why. I just, I, you know, Jen was still out of town. I got bored and I was like, screw it. I got HBO Max. <laughs> I, I might, might as well. I paid. I might, I might as well. <laughs> I might as well watch stuff I do not like. A lot to get to in this morning show. Bubba Wallace says uh, another racist incident took place in NASCAR. There are people who have their suspicions raised about that. You can count me on the side of one of those people who's suspicious about the account of that story. We'll get into that at 8 o'clock. Also, men at 730, the thing you're doing in your dating program. Profile that's stopping you from getting the date you want. This one should have been obvious. 7.30 will give you that. The Stansberry Show. The rule of people one must walk among us. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. A piece of memorabilia sold for $6 million. Wow. It was a complete waste of money. That is a lot of dough, though. I know Todd McFarlane bought the home run ball from McGuire or whatever it was that broke the record? Yeah. He paid $4 million. It will sell right now for about two hundred and thirty grand. People who buy this kind of stuff at auctions, I don't get it. I don't get it. You're never getting what you pay for. Unless you're a diehard fan. Like, if you're looking at it for it as an investment goes, I, I don't think you're going to get the money back out of that. But we're going to get into that coming up at 730. If you're a diehard fan, I can maybe see it. Although, I think $6 million... For a piece of memorabilia, even if I had money like that, there's just certain things I would never be guilty of. Like, I just would not, not anymore. I'm too old. Mm -hmm. In my younger years, I'd be like, yeah, man, Gene Simmons, like, spit blood on it. I gotta own it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, dude, like, get ready to live in the box that came in. Um, But, uh, like, now at my age, I could just, I could just never do it. I could just never spend that kind of money. Um, I believe that I saw a social media post of yours yesterday. Yes. And I believe you got yelled at. I got a talking to. Because of, well, the internet. Yep. 
There's a debate going around online, and I think your wife used this debate to yell at you because apparently you're not folding towels the right way. I didn't know I was folding towels improperly or incorrectly, but apparently there's a uh, there's a proper way to fold towels, and uh, I was I was doing it wrong. Now there isn't, by the way. <laughs> like, oh, let's, uh, oh no, let's, sir! Let's, uh, I have a linen closet. Uh-huh. I could easily take the towels out of the dryer, not fold them at all, throw them in the linen closet, and then when I open that door, I promise you, when I pull that towel out, it'll still dry me off. It'll. So there's not actually a right way to do this. There's just well, people. I don't know if it's OCD, but people definitely have hang-ups about certain things. So, you know, people are going to be like, I don't know if it's OCD. It's putting things where they go. Right. Right? It's all dependent. Again. Well, I put it away, at least. Perspective. At least it's so, in the closet. We posted this at the show's Facebook page. And it there's two different... So there's only two ways you can do this. Well, according to this debate, there are only two ways. But there are probably other ways you can probably do this. But according to this online debate... Uh, that my wife saw, and then I got I got a talking to about. Uh, there are two ways that you can properly fold a towel. So far, we only have about six comments on the post. It's one, two, three. F- it's four B's to two A's. See, okay, I'm, so an, I'm a, an A-er. A is you take the towel long ways, uh huh, and you take it from tag to the other corner and bring it in, uh huh. And then you fold it over in the middle. Yep. And then you set it in the closet. That's how I always do it. That's how I did it. Yes. That's how I do it. According to uh, everyone, that is wrong. I don't even know how to fold it like B. What do you do? That you fold it over a third time? Yes. I, that seems like too much. That's so too I fold it over in the middle and then fold it over again? Yes. They're going to get too, they'll be stacked up too high like that. But you're taking up less room. You go higher, which means you can stick more. But they're not as wide by, that yes. way. Yeah. Okay, so that's... Right, okay. So, exactly. <laughs> that's like the perfect like, answer to that. So literally, we're, the argument is, and I'm not... Your wife wasn't really on you, but like... She was... I got a talking to. So the so, so the talking to literally is now about how we're taking up the space. It's not the space that's being taken yes. up. It's that you shall take up the space in the direction in which I choose. Yes. This is what marriage is, buddy. Get a wife, they said. <laughs> this is what marriage is. Get a girlfriend, they said. I'm sitting in my recliner last night, minding my own business, just dilly-dallying on my phone, wasting time before bed. And she looks at me from the linen closet and goes, hey! <laughs> and then she shows me how to fold the towel properly. And I went, Oh, you I? even got like the stewardess, sorry, flight attendant yes, demonstration? I got a demonstration on how to do it. She goes, over, and then over, and then in. And I See, went... Really? I'm so scared of Jennifer now. Like, I, <laughs> I am. I'm terrified of this woman now. I don't live with her, right? Right. And I think that's why I love her. <laughs> I, think, I think it is. I think it is. I think, dude, if I get a folding demonstration, first of all, if she thinks I'm listening through that, you're out of your mind. Like, and second, like, I just, I, I don't have a second. I'm not, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> but I really do think. Because I want to say, like, she wouldn't care about this, but yes, she would. She it's would the, absolutely care about this. It's the this. dumb little things, dude. There could be a hole in the side of the house. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But you folded the towels wrong. I folded the towels incorrectly, and I got a talking to. I, uh, yeah, I, th- that would make me crazy. Because I, w- I, I would, this is who I am as a person. So, honey, let me get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> We're skipping over the fact that I not only did I put the towels where they needed to go to get washed, but then I washed them. Yes. Dried them. Uh huh. Then folded them mm-hmm. and then put them where they go. Yes. 
I'm sorry, what's not good enough about this? What's not good about this? Maybe try the next dude. Maybe he'll yeah. know how to do this right. Like, here's the I, thing. Like, is it on the right shelf? I don't get it. I like I really so like this weird. would be my argument. It really would. I have friends. I have male friends. I talk about this all the time. I have a buddy who has no idea where the vacuum is in his house. No idea. Like, if I asked a dude, I could put him on Jeopardy. He would lose. <laughs> First question. He would. Have, I, I, sorry, I don't know, Alex. He would have no idea where the vacuum is. Same dude would have no idea where the laundry detergent is. So, like, that dude exists. Okay. So, my argument would always be, you know, roll the dice if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but you're probably going to end up with one of those dudes. At least I'm doing the laundry, folding it, and putting it in the closet. Like, this this isn't enough evolution for you? Nope. How far do I got to get? Got to yeah. go pretty far, apparently. It seems like, dude, most people say it's B. I have a really big linen closet. I mean, I have a ton of room in between the two shelves. I could put 50 towels in there. I've never, I've never used answer B to fold a towel. I'm strictly an A, and apparently yesterday, uh, I, the A is incorrect. I here, Not right. I'm not sure. Here's the thing about me. I might not fold the towels the same way twice. Oh. Like, I'm bad at that kind of stuff. Like, Jen always says, where's this? I'm like, I don't know. She goes, doesn't it go right here? I'm like, honey, it goes where I put it when I'm done with it. <laughs> she was like, that's, she's like, this makes me crazy about you. I asked her. I still don't have a functional, like, system in my kitchen right now because mm-hmm. she hasn't decided it yet. So that's it's true. still like, well, all right, that goes here. And all right, maybe I'll put this here. She comes over. She goes, why is nothing where I put it the last time? I'm like, because you don't live here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because if you lived here, it would all be in the... Because I then would be like every other guy I know. I would be living in complete fear of you, and I would be doing it the way you want it. But you don't live here, and it's like my parents went on vacation, so guess what? I'm folding towels like the letter A, and I got stuff that doesn't go in the refrigerator, and it's in there. That's, that's how this works. If you want more organization, move in here. Like that's. <laughs> I'll take a break on the rent and a little bit more yelling. I'll take it. Let's see what you got. Here's what's next. On the Stansberry Show. NASCAR had itself quite the weekend. At 8 o'clock, we're going to get into that. Bubba Wallace making some claims. Somebody flew a plane over the race and did their whole, like, you know, let, let's not make things political, but watch now as I run a plane to do it. I, uh, there was a whole yeah. bunch of NASCAR mess. We'll get into that at 8 o'clock this morning on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Why do you ask? 6 9 Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, where we've been handling the tough issues this morning on how people roll their towels. <laughs> and so we have the photo. It's up at the Facebook page. And they only give us two options, A and B. And one's just like the standard, like, you know, you take tag to the other corner, you know, kind of, you know, make it in half there and then fold it in the middle of the towel and put it in in. in in the linen closet. Now, it turns out Tony's wife says, no, not good. Nope. Because they end up wide like that. Yeah. And if you do one more third fold, they'll actually, they take up less height room. You were doing it. There was more width. Yes. And um, and uh, apparently this is a problem. Now. Dude, some of the comments are hilarious. <laughs> most of them seem to be Bs. Yes. For the third roll. Most men say A, and then you see women are like, nah, it's B, and that's why I don't let my wife do this, or why I don't let my husband do this. And as a matter of fact, I'm seeing husbands and wives both commenting on the post, which I love, by the way. So funny. If this is something that you and your spouse share, meaning this show, I absolutely love that. I hope that's true. B, Um, if my boyfriend folds the towels, he folds like A, and I redo them. Yeah, I saw (laughs) 
<laughs> Why are you creating more work for yourself? Yeah, I, I don't get it. Why can't you just be happy? What is it with people? This isn't a women thing. This is there, there's going to be the people. Men, there's men issues with this kind of thing too. If you have somebody who's doing the thing, why is that? This is why I would always say to Jen, why is why wouldn't this be good enough? Right? If I wasn't doing this at all, you'd be bitching about how lazy I was. You know, I, I just I find it hilarious that you have time to play, you know, 27 holes of golf on Saturday morning, but you don't have enough time to clean the living room. Can you tell I've been heard this? I've been, I've, I've heard this one a couple of times. <laughs> Can you tell I've heard that, that one a couple of times? Good. So if I'm doing the thing, I'm doing the thing. The why, thing is done. Why, why is it not? Why is it not perfect? Why does it have to be Perfect. Now, somebody else says, you know, um, you guys are all wrong. You roll them. Now, see, we, now you're throwing a C into the whole thing. Now, now you're just. I no, don't get that. Now, now we're just. Now we're just. Now we're lunacy. Anarchy is taken over. I don't get rolling of the towels. I guess it takes up even less space. So you roll it and then you can stack them and do that. I've tried that. It just doesn't. I don't like it. I'll take things that look good in the store but stupid in my house, Alex. <laughs> I think I, that's one of those things where it's like it looks really appealing in the store, so you'll buy it. Like when you go to a hotel, like a fancy one, like you're on vacation with your wife or something yeah. like that, and they got the towels rolled up. And yes. You go, oh, that looks nice. Or a store does it, you know, because they have 10,000 of them and they're trying to sell them. Yes. How many towels do you have? Although I am, uh, all right, let's, 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 let's do this now. How often do you use a towel? Well, the shower, so you, got, you got different towels there. You got the shower towel, which you only use once or twice a day, depending on what you're doing. Then what do you, you mean? Got, the, like the, the, the towel you dry off with? Yeah. And then, okay. And then you got to use the hand towel there. To, okay. So you, you are a hand bath. towel in the shower person. Yes. Okay. I'm not. No. Okay. See, I went, see, I've, I've gone all the way around the bend now. All right. I, uh, I grew up. In the, in the 1980s and 90s, when all you had was bar soap, it was coast. That's what you had, yep, right? My parents, were, my parents were poor, so it was coast, right? That's what you had, and it was it's the generic, still like 80 cents a bar now. It was the generic kind. It was spelled with a K. Yes, right. It was even <laughs> sometimes you could get that bad, right? And then you know, then it was like, no, body washes are the way to go. And then I saw something about like now all the chemicals in the body wash are no good, and so you want to use natural soaps. And so like I was on that for a hot minute, and I was like, this is a lot of money, and I feel like I'm being snake oil salesman, so no. <laughs> and uh, and, and I, I'm now back to bar soap okay. in the shower. I've I've gone all the way back around the bend, and I'm on like I I'm a zestfully clean household mm. is, is how I roll, and I use uh, I, I I'm back to the using the bar soap thing. And I'm the only one who lives there, so it makes it easier. It's your, it's your shower, yeah, then. You don't have to worry about if it. If there's a random chest hair yeah. on the bar, and yes, I know it's chest hair because, well, I don't shave there. <laughs> and uh, I, but, so if there's a random chest hair on the bar, the next time I go in the shower, I'm not like, ew, dad. Or like, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's me, so like, I don't necessarily care about that. So I don't use a wash rag in the shower. I don't, mm. I don't use one of those. I used to when I was a... Um, when I was a uh, like a shower, um, what, what that? When I was like a liquid soap person. Oh yeah, you just using the body wash. And I would everything? use yeah. I would use I don't know one of those I don't know scrub type things. A loofah. Yeah, uh. loofahs are nice. They do kind of make your your skin feel kind of nice. I'm looking forward. That's one of the things that when she moves when I we when we move I, I'll be moving in with her. Right. I, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, um, I don't think I'm going to move into the Kiss Castle. I don't think <laughs> the Kiss Castle. <laughs> I don't think I want to live here. He doesn't know how to fold towels, and he's got Gene Simmons and Paul yeah, Stanley everywhere. We're not doing uh, it. Clean laundry in the corner of a room and Kiss statues? I think I'm out on this, and I think you're now <laughs> out on this, right? I can see that. I can totally see it coming. 
And so, like, I, I, you know, when I move in with her, I, you know, having, uh, having nice, you know, uh, loofahs and the like will be, will be kind of, yeah, it'd be kind of nice. That's like one of those things I don't spend money on anymore. I, I'm, I'm like, nah, so I just like rub the bar on my body. There you go. That works fine. Are you, uh, uh, now, what kind of soap do you guys use? Is it liquid soap in the shower? I use the liquid soap. I just use the shampoo. I use that every, yeah. Wait, hold on. So, okay. Shampoo is soap. This is awesome. I love this. All right. So. <laughs> Because, again, this is one of those areas where people are going to raise their eyebrows at you, and I'm going to be one of them, and we're going to be the dummies, not you. Okay. Because shampoo technically is a cleanser, right? It is. If it's it'll clean your hair, why would it not clean the dead skin particles off your arm? Bam! And it smells like green apple as well. So it smells wonderful. So, hold on. So, in your shower right now. Uh-huh. Your wife obviously has a different soap for her, right? Yes, my wife and I don't use the same shower, by the Let way. Let me guess. I, I'm going to guess it's Dove Moisturizing something. Uh, it's probably the generic version of okay, that, but, but yeah. yes, but yeah. that. Okay, yes. It's probably you know one of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So she'll use a soap yep. and then shampoo for her hair, but you're just like, nah, I'm skipping the middleman. Just give me the shampoo. Exactly. She's got a, she's got a shampoo. She's got a conditioner. Dude, she's got a like body a, wash. You have an inch of hair and you're using shampoo everywhere. It's a, You're an anomaly, man. I'm just like... Here we go. Wham. Just do it all at once. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Off we go. Okay. All I'm right. cutting time off. What do you wash first in the shower? Hair. You do the hair in the face first, and then you get everywhere else. Okay. I'm, I, you I, start at the top and work your way down. I've, all right. I agree here, but we do a little flip first. Okay. I'm going to get the body wet for like two minutes. Oh, yeah. Just I let gotta me get, sit here. Yeah, I got to get so it. Let me oh. sit here. Right? And then I'll turn around and get like the back wet. Now uh. I'm almost ready to put my head under. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm almost there, and then we'll stick my head. I don't know why I'm moving my body around like anybody can see me. And then I'll I'll I'll, I'll wet the hair down, mm-hmm. and then I wash my face first. Oh. That's like all right. Let, let me wash my face. Like okay, now I'm ready to take on the day. Okay, and then uh, and then I'll wash my hair, and then yes, then I go body down, and it's obviously you know groin package yeah. last. You know right. what I mean? It's always like, that's like, you know, almost like, first is face, because that's what everybody sees, mm-hmm. and last is penis, because, well, this is what I care about most. And like, that's <laughs> that's kind of how that works, no, right? I, like, I go, it's a checklist. I go hair and face at the same time, because then I could Because, well, you're using the I'll same thing. I'm using it all there. I just, and I'm standing underneath it. I might as well just do it all at the same time. Here's what's nuts, is that using shampoo to bathe makes more sense than trying to use soap to wash your hair. Probably, even though it's all the same thing, essentially. Now, again, Zach And it's shampoo like, and conditioner all at once, so it's like, bam, bam. Well, see, Zach writes in, he goes, this is the greatest thing. He's like, you can tell. He's like, they have three-in-ones now. The mm-hmm. three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. Yeah, all right, now that's what I used to keep in my gym bag. Okay. When, I, when I'd go to the Y, it was like one and done pulled out and I dude this is I'm an arm and hammer person okay like that's whose body wash I was using because again I understand marketing because well I'm in marketing <laughs> and so like I understand how sometimes it's like that's more money because they have to pay for the commercial and right. so like arm and hammer is normally a little bit cheaper right and so I was using that at the gym so three in ones and like you see women post these kind of memes all the time you know, my face after I use my, my face wash and she still has pimples and guys can, you know, wash with the ball rag and like their face is spot clean. We, we do seem to have, although my family had poor skin, my mom's family has poor skin and I kind of inherited it. Um, it's, uh, it's not necessarily, um, true of me, but it is more true of most men where their skin seems to be much more easy to maintain. I don't know what that is. It's just because, nah, I think it's because they, we don't overthink the process, man. Well, they haven't been doting over it 
forever. Right. And let's be honest, they haven't been caking it with paint. Exactly. Now, women are going to say, well, we do that because then the, you like it. And it's like, all right, well, yeah, there's probably some truth in that, too. And I do like bit, it. A so, little bit. So thanks for doing that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, because I, 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 I don't hate the makeup. I don't. But I'm a like, fan. But there's 9,000 girl sh- like women shampoos and body washes and everything. We uh, don't overthink it. I'm I, like, look, that one smells nice. When Jen first started coming to my house, like first started hanging out there a lot, I was like, you know what? I'm going to build her. This is when I was still in my apartment. I was like, I'm going to build her half this bathroom. Okay. So I emptied out the one side of the cabinet, and I was like, all right, I'm going to make it like a gen center. And so I went to the store, and I was like, all right, well, I know the kind of like hairspray she uses because she's brought it to the house. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sick of her having to bring everything over. I'm just going to buy her one of everything, and that way she doesn't have to pack a bag every time. That makes sense. Right? I was trying to be the good dude there, right? Right. And sure enough, I get into Target, and my head just exploded. <laughs> Because I'm like, what? why are there 9,000 versions of this? With a dude, it's easy. It's either Cool Foss Breeze or yep. Mountain Whistle, and then you're done. It's like you pick between, do you want to smell like a pine tree or a hockey rink? It's like one or two. <laughs> Those are the two things you get, and then it's like get out of the store. With women, it's like there's 9 million forms of this, and mm-hmm. it's like, dude, no wonder you people are stressed out. No wonder I'm you getting can't even a- pick the right shampoo. This is why you're yelling at me about the towels. It's because look at what you're dealing with in here. Here's what's next on the Stansberry Show. You know, we're going to continue with the differences between men and women. Because women have admitted, if a man has this in your dating profile, they just skip over you because it's too feminine. Well, really? Well, they're allowed to judge you. Uh-huh. Just don't ever judge them. We'll get into all of it next right here on the Stansberry Show. The Stansberry Show. I smell a nerd! Come out, come out! 069. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. Talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. Do that at nine. More and more athletes testing positive for COVID. A lot of people think that spells doom and gloom for the sports. I'm not quite there yet. I can see, I see your side of the argument. It's not that I think you're nuts, but I don't think we're quite there yet. I think you're going to start hearing people start to say things like, well, you don't die though. <laughs> like, I think when it comes to the money, when it comes to the commerce, I think that's what we're going to hear a lot. I think if football was even going to consider debauch, I don't think baseball's still at the table trying to figure it out. I don't think if, if this were really this, what is the NBA still trying to figure out playing for then? Right. If we're going to cancel everything, why, why is everybody at the negotiating table trying to figure out when they're going to do it? Because they're going to do it. <laughs> because yeah. they all want to make money. Because again, money is what matters. All right. I am, I am a happier person today. And I believe um, that that is uh, a byproduct of a few things, right? Um, a few years ago, I got my weight under control, which then brings what? Brings a little more confidence. You then feel better about yourself, so then you're less likely to be miserable, right? The more the more proud of yourself you are, the happier you will be in the end, right? So that's part of it. Um, I don't think it could... Uh, it, it could never go unstated that obviously my relationship has something to do with this, right? Mm-hmm. Dating sucks. It's just, it's the worst. And the older you get, the harder it is. Um, it just becomes, everybody's really jaded. Everybody's been married twice. And you know what I mean? It's just, it's, and honestly, people are like, oh, you know, the opposite sex sucks. And it's like, um, then why are we having dinner right now? And like, <laughs> I mean, it, it was miserable. It was literally, it was miserable. I was coming in here all the time talking about how difficult it was. And, you know, it's a small town too. So everybody has slept with one another. And it's, it's, you know, there's a little bit of that. And it was just getting really, really tough to meet somebody. So luckily, I fell ass backwards into meeting somebody. 
Um, and uh, it worked out great for me. And I have, uh, I've since been off all, obviously, like the tenders and the bumbles and all that. So I don't need it anymore, right? I have, I have the thing now. Tony's been married since like the early 90s. <laughs> um, <laughs> I came out of the womb and then into the hospital. I'm like, let's get married. Yeah, but you no, know, he met his wife literally when they were kids and they've been together, you know, a long, long time now. And uh, so you don't really have to be dating around either. But like this, like the tenders and the social media sites on how people are dating now is, is, it's a tough scene. I, Always struggled with it, Tony, because I didn't, I don't like talk. It's really weird. I don't mind talking about myself. Mm-hmm. I can't write it without sounding. I can, I know how to be more self deprecating while talking to you. Where if I'm like, I don't know, when I have to type about myself, I hate that. It feels very weird it's, to do that. Right. Because about every six months, they ask us to do one of those, like, uh, hey, send us a bio on yourself. And, and I, I always like, didn't say, we just do this? Yeah, why does sales need a bio on me? Is it because they don't wake up early enough to listen to the radio shows on their radio station? Mm. Maybe that's what it is. Right. Get up earlier. I'll tell you what, sales, instead of a bio, I'll get you an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with one of those. So when looking for men on these sites... Maybe some WD forty too, right? I mean, just, Stansberry here for WD forty. Maybe some WD forty. Um, so when women are trolling these sites looking for men in a suitable, like you know, partner, mm-hmm. there's apparently something in men's profile pictures on these like dating apps and the like that's stopping men from getting partnered up. Oh, this should have been obvious. Okay, now it's a double standard, and this is a little sexist. Uh oh. But nobody's going to care about it because it's women being sexist towards men, and people don't care about that. Oh, yeah, if it were the other way around, that's, then... That's not really a problem. Yeah. No, 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 we don't cancel that. We highlight that. <laughs> we don't cancel that. We highlight it. And so, if men are holding a cat, a or cat? a cat is in your profile photo, women are way less likely to swipe right on you. Really? Way less. Men oh. who held a confident pose and appeared alone in their profile pics were more likely to attract women. The survey found. Jeez. Right. You know why? Why? Because women are absolutely every bit as visual as men are. They just won't admit it. They just do a better job of denying it, lying about it, hiding it. And, you know, men are just simply like, dude, tongue out. Look at the boobs, man. The problem with men is they say everything they think. (laughs) (laughs) Men created Twitter. Like, that's what men are. Men, Men are Twitter. That's what men are. Women are more... Instagram. No, put filters on it. Nope, shade that. Nope, turn that down. Nope, get this. Highlight this. Turn Maybe that the down. Best analogy you've ever used. But that, but that's really <laughs> men are Twitter and women are Instagram. That's really what it is. Straight women aged eighteen to twenty four living in the U.S. were asked to rate the same man posing with and without a cat. <laughs> Photos of the two men, both in their early twenties, were shown to the group. Both prospective dates had dark hair, wore a blue button-down shirt, and were photographed against a white background while posing with or without the same tubby cat. After the pictures were put on display, they rated the men on attributes including perceived personality, masculinity, dateability, and whether or not they would consider going out with the person for a short or long-term relationship. The study, sure enough, found out that women perceived the man holding the cat as less masculine and ultimately less dateable in both short and long-term. Yeah, it's because women do a little bit of lying here. You know, you hear about toxic masculinity a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're walking out of the movies and somebody tries to steal your purse off your shoulder, though, you're going to want a toxic masculinity, dude. That's what you're going to want. This is much like the gun argument. Like, my girlfriend was kind of like, um, really, guns? 
And then COVID kind of kicked off, and she was worried about everybody like rampaging the streets. And she was like, um, "You still have a gun, right?" <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, look how fast things change, right?" Like that's that got dumped it, out its head. It's kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing. Women kind of lie here, and this is why part of the reason why some women, not all, but some women, have a hard time finding a man. You're lying about what it is you want. You are. You're lying. Women say this all the time. I just want a guy who's in touch with his feelings, a communicator. I mean, like, well, here's the deal. That's exactly what I am. A communicator. I'm in touch with my feelings. I'm an over-communicator. If we're going to have a conversation, then let's have it. Let's have the conversation. I'm totally down to have it. Where mm-hmm. is this going? Where? What are we? Where are we headed? Strap in, honey. Let's do it. Whee! And then the moment you do, they all freak out. Oh. Every relationship I've ever been in, honestly, every relationship... Not just girl I hooked up with, but relationship I've ever been in, most of them has failed because I was like, oh, okay, you want to do talk about his feelings? Okay. Here we go. I'm the, I'm the right dude for that. And then they all go, I'm on a strong, silent type dude. Hunt! And they all go running the other way. This is, this is, dude, this is one of those areas where women are allowed to just kind of be like old school, force men into their gender roles and do all that. Yet if we do this, it's super problematic. This is part of the reason why I tell people all the time, dude, stop bitching about everything that makes you upset. Like, stop. It's because, dude, we, there's something, it, there's a way to flip it on the other side. There's yeah. a way to do this. It's like, you, there's a way to be upset about it on the other side of this. I, of course, this is an old, what, dogs are boys, cats are girls, right? That's what this is. Essentially, yeah. This is what this is. So why is it okay that women aren't so evolved by 2020? That, But by the way, this is young women who are supposed to be more idealistic. It's supposed to be so open-minded. This is supposed to be the generation that's going to fix everything, I was told. You were going to fix my generation. Kind Meanwhile, of a- you're stuck in this stuff that my generation had. Why? Because it's human nature. I'm right? very offended by this as a cat guy. That, that well, you have a dog, too. I have two dogs and a cat. I got a little zoo at my house there. So this is like, whoa, whoa, what are we doing with the cat there? You know, I used to have this joke that only gay men and Bond villains have cats. And I think <laughs> <laughs> Bond it's kind of it's kind of a little bit true. I have a buddy who's a cat person. He's listening. And so and he he's been told this before. He has two cats. OK. Right. At one time I did. But the other one got sick. And this dude. Rest in peace. Peanut. Has slept with. The hottest chicks you have ever seen in your life. Really? I mean, dude, his... Dude, that trophy case... I don't look at a lot of local dudes' trophy cases and be like, I'm a little envious of that. Like, we have a few crossovers, he and I. Okay. A little like... Well, that have, yeah. I kind of want one of those, too. Let me have that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We have a few crossovers, he and I. Makes sense. But, dude, his trophy case... Dude, that boy went big game hunting for 20 years. And he's a cat person. But... Dudes who I know, the first time they meet him, they go, dude, he's totally gay. Like, that guy's totally gay. And I'm always like, nah, bro. Nope. He may have done some gay-ish things in a threesome, <laughs> but, like, I know for a fact. <laughs> he knows that, too. I've told him to his face. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't believe you. And uh, but That's funny. He may have done something like that, but, dude, that guy straight is like, I mean, dude, he hooks up with hot chicks. All- now, he's in a great relationship now with a woman who seems like she's perfect for him, so I hope they're happy. But, like... That was like a thing. Like it, the, the perceptions of that, though, were he does kind of carry himself like the people who are. He's a little bit more effeminate. It's not the right thing because he's a muscular dude, but he definitely comes off as 
a little bit, again, yeah, effeminate. Okay. There's a little bit of that. But women can totally are totally judging men by being more feminine in their dating profiles. If they have a dog in the picture, does it say, did they do that? Or is it just the, uh, is it just the cat? No, it was considered to be more manly. Okay. Because it's like, well, if you got the cute, because that always, that's always the stereotype. Dog carries, a guy carries around a puppy or something like that, and all the women come flocking to him. But this is why relationships don't work right here, if you ask me. Okay. This is why divorce rate is 52%. People are lying about what it is you want. Ladies, the truth is you don't want a slobbery mess, crying, emotional-filled man. You don't. I know, because I, I tried to date 10,000 of you. And the moment you got one, you were like, ah, oh, ah, 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 dude, this is a be careful what I wish for situation. This guy's actually going to talk to me. Get him out of here. Get him out. Dude, Jen had no idea how to handle it at first. Like, when I first started going out with her, she was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. This is what I remember the first fight we ever had. She left the apartment. And I was like, wait, you're leaving? She's like, well, we're fighting. You're not going to throw me out? Uh, No, because I'm not 15 years old, and I know how to resolve conflict. What do you you mean you're leaving? We're going to figure this out. And it hit her. She was like, oh, my God. This is... This normally I just get called bitch and get told to leave and like yeah dude those are boys men don't do that like and so it, that became like a thing where she was like oh my god you're actually going to talk to me and you could see it on her face like oh I have to be ready for this <laughs> I got <gotta, laughs> I'm not I have to be for ready this for right this now. now people are lying about what it is they want oh I want this and I want that and I want this no 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 you're told that's what you think you should want so you're repeating it but the truth is once you get it that's not what you want you go running in the opposite direction ever notice people can bitch about the people they date ever look through the people they date they always date the same person over and over and over again why because the problem's them it's not the person they're trying to date here's what's next on the stansberry show all right well at eight o'clock nascar had a couple of incidents over the weekend one we know for sure happened and the other one people are like kind of want to see proof of that it's interesting we'll get there at 8 a.m this morning right on the stansberry show the Stansberry Show. I'm too unhappy. Welcome to being an adult. 6 9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. 8 30 this morning, a piece of music memorabilia has sold for $6 million, and a dude way overpaid. Like, way overpaid. Not even close. Stupid. I don't understand people doing that. I also saw this story out of New York where we were talking last week, I think it was Oklahoma. Where a dad had taken a nap and like his kids like climbed into the car mm-hmm. in the driveway. They ended up being in the car five hours and they uh, perished there. Oof. And uh, they're now uh, they have released the dad in that story. And um, you know they're, they're thinking it's not now necessarily negligence because you know he was just taking a nap. Although people who listen to the program said five hour naps. I don't buy it. It's a little long for a nap. And that does sound long for a nap for me. I took one over the weekend. And I was able to make it about forty five minutes before my body was like, all right, dude, seriously, it's the middle of the afternoon. Get up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like the five hour nap thing. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of suspicious on that. But this time, it's not a hot car that did it. Now. Again, welcome to bad reporting. Because I'm reading this story. It says, all right, I'll just read it to you verbatim. Officers in New York are investigating after a five-year-old died Wednesday evening when they were thrown from a lawnmower. Oof. Troopers responded to the scene around 8.30 p.m., according to state police reports. An investigation revealed that the child was on the lawnmower with, oh, okay, without an adult. The five-year-old was thrown from the lawnmower and fatally injured when it drove over the child. Jesus. That is... I hope I don't I hope people don't think five years old is old enough to cut the grass by yourself. No. 
That is that because it's not right. Whether it's a push mower or a riding it wouldn't mower, matter. that is not that is too young. I have yes. an I have one of those battery powered lawnmowers, and if you, t- you take your hand off of it even a little, it stops. I still wouldn't let little dude do that. Yeah, I mean that's a moving blade, right? Like people, although you right now you know there are dudes who are calling us pussies, right? I get that, but I'd rather be a pussy and, and with have, my kid alive. Yeah, and have my kid alive, or with all of his uh, with toes. toes, with toes and fingers intact, and go, you pussy. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, that's I'm, I, when the risk is maimed kid. Yeah. I'm okay erring on the side of too much caution. Yeah, I'm okay with a little too much caution on the side of my kid there. Like, sometimes Jen's a little too cautious. Like, I picked him up the one day, and I put him on, like, a high shelf in, in my house, yeah. and it, he was totally fine. She's like, oh, my God, get him down from there. And, like, she's a little too overly cautious, and so it's like, well, nah, that's dude. a mom's job, though. Right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, nah, it's kind of my job to be like, nah, dude, let's be a little dangerous. Right. Right? And there's a little bit of that, right? But... I'm not gonna let him mow the grass by himself. There are things. You Although can... I can't wait till he's ten, get out there. <laughs> <laughs> what like what is the appropriate age to let a kid mow the grass? Depends on the kid, the size of the child, and their maturity. I think I was probably closer to nine, ten years old when I started doing it. Um, I prob my daughter is petite, so if she wanted to do it, I'd probably have to wait unless all of a sudden she just smacks a growth spurt right in the face. Right. Um, she'd probably have to. She's seven now. She'd probably have to wait until she's at least ten, eleven, twelve, something, something like, that, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, that it's one of those deals where it's it, it, you can't just go black and white on that one. Again, I don't know the whole story yet. Maybe maybe more will come out. Did the kid get into the garage, strap himself to the lawnmower, put it in drive, and start going around? I doubt it. Um, my guess is, you know what? I'm going to take this video of my kid and put it on the internet. Look, man, I'm a five-year-old drive the tractor and get him started early, Billy Bob. I think it was probably one of those, like, hold my beer moments. Yes. And then, seriously, it was like, oh, God, look, oh, at, what's, look, no. look at what's happened here. This is why sometimes people go overboard. This is it because things like this happen. Is sometimes we do have to protect morons from themselves. Mm-hmm. Like well, sometimes we do. Some well, morons, and that's unfortunate. And morons can procreate, and that's the problem. And they do it at an alarming rate. Have you noticed? Rabbits, I mean, they're man. literally everywhere. Here's what's next on the Stansberry Show. All right, NASCAR. What the hell? Yeah, there was two incidences. Incidents. Yeah, two incidents. Jesus, Dan. There were two incidents over the weekend, both surrounding, well, one surrounding the Confederate flag. The other one was totally racist. One we know for sure happened. The other one people are suspicious about. You can put me in that camp. That next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. These guys have a very strict code of behavior. Nine. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. We're on Rock 106.9. The attempt to cancel Joe Rogan is happening online. We'll get to that at 9.30 this morning. I think that's going to be a problem, and I think it points to exactly how and when this stuff happens. I think it's very interesting that after he signs a $100 million deal, now all of a sudden Joe Rogan's problematic. Again, this isn't about changing anything. It's about taking down popular, which is why it's starting to get obnoxious. To everybody with half a brain who can see what's happening. All right, this is a this is a tough subject uh, we're going to talk about now because NASCAR had a couple of things happen over the weekend that weren't so great. Um, apparently, somebody rented a plane 
and flew the Confederate flag and a Confederate-themed plane? Or was it over the race or before it? Or it something? was around the Talladega racetrack uh, prior to the race that was scheduled to take place yesterday, but it got rained out. So, so they're racing today, right? Yeah, they're racing this afternoon at 3. So they ended up flying the flag, and um, then the race not happened. Almost like karma might be real. <laughs> and um, look... And it said defund NASCAR, which I was like, wait, what? I, uh, yeah, because, you know, the defund the police movement. I know, it's but. stupid. It's, it, yeah, there's, it, you can't not, really make the analogy that's, there. That's not how NASCAR works. Um, truth of the matter is this I don't really know the proper history of the Confederate flag. If I'm going to be honest, I don't really. Well, sir, can you you should log on to Facebook because this week everybody is a flag expert. Yeah, that's the last place I'm going to find out real information. Um, again, I don't go to Facebook to be educated, which is why I don't think Facebook should have to change how they do stuff. Because, again, I'm not trying to get smart there. Um, just, everybody else, though, dude, the flag idea, expert. I mean, dude, the idea of that's even just insane. Oh, totally. Um, but to me, it has kind of been tied. All right. I don't know if the flag stands for racism or not. I don't know that. Okay? I know every, like, dyed-in-the-wool racist I know loves that flag. Now, if you love that flag and you're not racist, don't take it as I'm talking about you. Notice? I ain't never met you, bro. (laughs) So I'm not talking about you. Relax. Settle down. I'm not talking about you. But every, like, dyed-in-the-wool racist I've ever known has loved that thing. I find that weird. Right? That if, that if it doesn't stand for that, how come they're always holding hands? Right. right? It's a weird coincidence that that happens all the time. Exactly. They, they seem to be hanging out together a lot. Like yeah. it, 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 So that part raises an eyebrow for me. Mm-hmm. Also, didn't they lose? Yes, they lost. The South <laughs> lost. I hate to break it to some of you, but the South did lose. You can wear all the orange you want when they lose. It's called Browns gear, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of losing and plenty of orange. You're good. You're covered. Baker's got you covered. You're fine. Wow. Baker's got you covered. You'll get all the losing you can get your hands on. You're I fine. Love it. I You're fine. Love it. Right? So, like, I don't understand it. Okay. Now, five years ago today, my Facebook memory is South Carolina governor calling for the end of waving, uh, uh, flying the Confederate flag. Mm. It was after that church shooting, by the way. Because, again, Church shooter kind of tied to yeah. the Confederate flag. He's and a then, white supremacist. And yeah. There you go. And he used that imagery. And so, and I said then, the governor, look, this isn't a powerful move. You're scoring cheap political points by doing the right thing. Right? But that was five years ago. And yet here we are still talking about this flag. I don't get it. Like, I really don't. It is a little weird. Heritage Not Hate. I hear it all the time. I, guys, I've done a little bit of research. I've read a little bit. I watched a couple of documentaries. I don't see the argument that sells me on the, it's it's perfectly fine. I don't see it. It doesn't mean it's not there. It means I haven't seen it. Also, you're in Ohio. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, we, well, there's we transplants. We're part of the North. We're part of the North. There are transplants. People move from the South to the North. I mostly agree with that take, too, though. It's like, well, I mean, I mean come on. Um, and so, like, I mean, because that's just it. I saw that flag when I lived in California, and I was like, guys, what the hell are we doing? Like, right. What? So there was that thing, right? And I think if you were... I don't think you're flying that flag to show NASCAR you're mad at them about that. I think you're trying to like create panic in people. You're trying to create which you're trying to create people complaining so then you can go look people are complaining. You're a troll is essentially what you are. Essentially that's what you're, you're doing. You're a troll yes. flying a plane instead of a troll tweeting that's someone. That's the fastest way to say what I was saying. Thank you for that. That's, Man, uh, that's It took me a while to get there too. Don't worry about that's, it. That's that's the perfect way to say what I was saying. 
is I do believe it was a troll job. They're and just trolling. And that's and again, that's that's what happens. Now the second thing that happened at Talladega allegedly Bubba Wallace is an African American NASCAR driver. Yes. And he was driving he has since moved to hashtag Black Lives Matter on the rear quarter panel of the car. Mm-hmm. He's been wearing shirts at the tracks that say I can't breathe. He's been raising awareness about this, kind of talking about how it's happening in racing. Which, by the way, racers and race fans, if you don't think it is, go home, turn on Netflix, and turn on the documentary Uppity. It has been happening in racing forever. Right. There's literally a documentary called Uppity, which is a word white Americans used to use for black people that when, when they didn't know their place, right? Mm. <laughs> and I, I mean, that was the theory. When black people didn't know their place, we called them uppity. That's why the documentary is called Uppity, is because he wasn't going to sit down. He wasn't going to take a second seat. He wasn't going to let the white race driver that he was on the team with win, and people were mad. And so that documentary, Uppity, is great, by the way. If, if you like F1, you like that kind of stuff, as I do, I think people would enjoy watching that. All right. So Bubba Wallace now claims that a noose was hanging in the garage area where his car is. Oof. Okay. This is tough because I can absolutely believe there are people who would do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because again, I don't buy racism's not, you know, here. I don't buy that racism's over. I don't buy any of that nonsense. I've dated interracially. I've seen it. I, I know friends who I, who I'm close with who are in fact, who will tell you to, to, to they're blue in the face. They're not racist. I've heard them talk out loud. They're absolutely racist. It, it, it happens, right? Nobody thinks they're racist, but that's kind of how it works, right? And so. Or some people actually are just boldly flat proud of it, and that's not great. They'll wave that flag, yeah. yeah. That's not great either. All right? But here's my issue with this. Not issue. Dude, there are $2 million in tools in those toolboxes and those things. The cars are worth, I don't know. I mean, a NASCAR Millions fan. Millions of dollars yeah, with I mean, all a, the an, equipment and A NASCAR everything. fan could tell me probably, I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. But they're a lot of money. Yes. Those crews are what, 30, 40 people large? Yeah, but they've been cut down in half because they're trying to keep oh, the crowd. because of the COVID. Because of the COVID. That's the only thing, by the way. Okay. Yes. All right. Am I to believe this happened and nobody saw the person do it? Nobody has it on video? NASCAR's been behind the scenes better than most sports for years. There's been media on, on, in pit lane for years. There's been all this stuff. I, I, there's no evidence of this. It, there are people already out there calling this the Jesse Smollett situation of 2020, which I believe that happened in 2020. But I, um, if it uh, didn't, it was, it was late 2019. It was late 2019. So again, stories like that do happen. All right. As, as, as much as racism's real and as much as it happens and it's awful and it's ugly and it still happens a ton. Will Smith actually said racism's not getting worse under this president. We're just filming it now. He's right. The, the, the racism in this country has been where it's been forever. We're just filming it now. We're talking about it more now. That's what's happening. I don't think it's getting any worse. I think it, actually it's probably getting better. We're just filming it more now. And so it looks and sounds so much worse because we can't deny it because we can see it. And that's part of the problem. Not part of the problem, but that's part of the reason why it's being a, a conversation. I don't think it's a problem to be talking about it at all. Right. But I am. So here's how this could possibly happen. I'm suspicious here. So yesterday the race got rained out and they were in a rain okay. delay for a very long time. They were trying they were holding out hope they could which squeeze Which creates this in. opportunity, it which, would. Which will create opportunity because yes, it there's, would. there's fewer people that are in the garage at that time. 
you have even less people that are back there to begin with because of the whole COVID thing. So they've cut that down. Now you take people who have gone back to their respective trailers, their haulers, their uh their buses, whatever they use to go relax on, right? Once you cancel a race, it's kind of everybody just kind of running around, right? Yeah, it's basically, all right, well, I guess we're going back to the hotel room or we're going back to wherever now. So you have fewer people in the area. Okay. Which would allow somebody to, you could stick that under your shirt, under a coat, under something, stuff it in a bag, you know, do that, and then you put it there. Well, here's the interesting thing. When you hear he found a noose, you think of a noose the way you'd see it in a movie. Mm-hmm. But it didn't have to be that big, right? No. It could have been made. I mean, you could make it out of a piece of rope. It could have been a, a straw wrapper. Yeah. I mean, it could have been as little as something like that. Because, mm-hmm. again, when I first heard it, I'm like, dude, this guy just carried a noose in here. Nobody was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. But, like, let's not pretend it couldn't be ripped out of a small piece of a magazine and just made and set on top of the toolbox. Yeah. It could have been. We don't know. That's part of the problem with not telling us what everything that happened in the story. Now, NASCAR says they're investigating, obviously. Now, granted, here's the thing. There's going to be cameras everywhere. Because Fox isn't just going to remove cameras from places. That's what I'm saying. No, dude, if they're lower, if they're bringing less staff in, there's going to be more cameras around. Right. And Talladega's got security cameras. Of course they do. So They'd be crazy not to. Eventually, they're going to comb through what happened, and they're going to see what what took place there's going something is going to be on film somewhere it's this is this is very when i saw this yesterday i was like oh god this is so touchy because i can 100 percent see it happening for sure right mm-hmm. um although i think a lot of people buy into the stereotype of what a nascar fan is and i'm not sure that's what they all are um as a matter of fact i know they're not all that they're not all that but again there was a guy flying a confederate flag over the racetrack yesterday R- right so they're, they're, <laughs> that guy exists they're, they're, those that's what i'm saying yeah. i can absolutely see this happening but i could also i live in a world where i know people would fabricate this to be a bigger story do i know that about bubba wallace i do not i do not know that but Jesse Smollett happened. Much like I always say, don't tell me fake news is a, it's just a moniker made up by the president. Brian Williams happened. Fake news is a thing. Mm-hmm. He, the president just points it out. Fake news is absolutely 100% a real thing. Much like, dude, people, people do false flag this. We saw a guy get beat up in Macy's. Mm-hmm. He beat this man half to death in Macy's. I'm being a little overdramatic there, but he beat this dude up pretty bad in Macy's. Claimed he was called a racial slur. Sure enough, they go through the, they, they go through the footage, they go through the tape. Nope, made up. Kind of faked it. Kind of did it. Which, by the way, it wouldn't excuse away beating a man half to death in a store either. It's repugnant and shouldn't happen, but two wrongs don't make a right either. I mean, your mother told you that every day while growing up. Somehow, though, we raise, we grow up to be adults and we completely forget that. Yeah. And as soon as we're wrong, right, it's just kind of what happens. It's, th- so that's insane. So what I'm saying is, is I, I could see it happening for sure, but I could also see the fact that it's like, dude, there's no evidence here. You, you gave it. A, and I don't want to be Pixar didn't happen guy because the internet does that a lot. Pixar didn't happen. It's like, well, no, dude, either that or it's not appropriate. Cause a lot of people brought this up with the Confederate flag, Virginia battle flag, whatever you want to call it. Right. A lot of people brought this up where it's like, oh, we want to cancel this thing. And yet the news outlets, every time they got a story about it, what do they do? They plaster that flag right front and center in their post. Why? 
Because they know the imagery is going to help the post. Mm-hmm. If it's really about taking it down, then the news media not... Ha- then If it's really about the fact that we can't fly the flag because of what it stands for, then when we're reporting stories about the flag, let's not highlight the flag then in the center of the post media. Let's not do that. I get your back when I can, media, but sometimes you're just being awful. And if, you're, if, you're, if, if it's going to be we can't have this thing anywhere, then it can't be in your post to help your business either. Here's what's next on the Stansberry Show. Rich people doing rich people things, man. Six million dollars on a piece of music memorabilia. I think it's absolutely stupid. And it just goes to show you when you get old, you won't do things you would have done when you were young. That story next on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 1069. Online for you, WRQK.com. We'll get back into this bubble wallace thing here in a minute. I um there's a couple of things I thought of, and you know, people brought up a couple of points, and I want a couple of minutes to think on that for a minute. I'm being told there was no possible way this happens because only his crew members have access to the garage. I want to do a little bit more looking into some stuff before I before I say anything else on that issue. We're, we're going to do it around 8:45 though. I'll have time to read something in between that. Um, but you know, for those of you that don't know, Bubba Wallace is an African American NASCAR driver who uh, has made the claim that he found a noose in the garage yesterday at Talladega. Now the race didn't even happen. There, uh, I guess, had a weather issue. Going to race now today, this afternoon, from what I hear. Probably end up watching that. Uh, is it supposed to rain here today? Uh, I'll probably end up just sitting around watching that. Now I did want to get into this today too because I just don't understand it. Like I don't get it. I am a music person. Okay. Right? I um I grew up I would much rather listen to good music than watch something on TV. I get it. Um when I was growing up, music was restricted in my house, even though my dad was a huge music fan, but you know, it was like the eighties and well the devil. And um and so it was restricted and then it drove me straight to the thing I was told I was not allowed to have. Surprise, that's how it works. And um well, again, I wasn't allowed to listen to rock music, and I wasn't allowed to take part in Halloween. And now my favorite band's Kiss, who dresses up like it's Halloween every day. Nice way to go, Mom and Dad. <laughs> you knocked that one out of the park, parents. Um, but I have some music memorabilia. I have some stuff. Now, I should have way more because of how many people I've met, interviewed, talked to, stood next to, the whole thing. But I've never been, hey, sign this guy, just hate it. I've never been take a picture with me guy because again I've interviewed all these people I've seen all the photos I, every guy I know in radio their Instagrams filled with them standing next to famous people the radio dude looks like it's the best day of his life the famous person's like oh my god is this almost over and I'm like dude these don't look good <laughs> like dude do you understand these photos don't look good these look like you're forcing people to hang out with you these look awful stop doing that to them right they came in there to to promote their thing they're not there to make you happy let them promote their thing then then get them the hell out of there right. And so I've never been this guy because I just didn't want to be the bothersome dude, right? But certain things are worth a lot of money. A guy spent at auction $6 million on the guitar, the acoustic guitar, that Kurt Cobain had played during the MTV Unplugged session. Wow. Now, that album's iconic. That uh, that MTV session was like I'm pretty sure it's one of the last times they played before he died. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was like right around like well I think it, it aired before that. I don't know when they filmed it, um, but it was in that ballpark. But it was pretty much in that ballpark. And I remember being a kid, and by kid I mean teenager. And when this CD came out, this was right in the I'm just old enough 
to be an adult, but not really. I'm still a kid. Mm-hmm. And so you spend most of your time playing hacky sack and smoking weed in the metro parks. <laughs> and like, it's the truth. That's what right. we did. And my buddy Sean McConville, like, we just drove around in his car constantly and listened to this album. Constantly. It reminds me of my, of my buddy Kevin, uh, who's no longer with us. Kevin lost his life in a, uh, in a water sport accident. Um, that was tragic and sad, and uh, but but this reminds me of him. Like anytime I hear Nirvana unplugged, I think of Kevin. Like that's that's what I think of. And so I'm tied to this record. I got a lot of fond memories of Nirvana. I still remember the first. I remember exactly where I was when I heard "Smells Like Teen Spirit," and I remember thinking, "Oh my God, the world's never going to be the same." Sure enough, it wasn't. And um, so I get Nirvana, and I get their impact. I think they're overrated. I think um, again, Kurt died young, and that sells the lore of it. Um, that doesn't hurt. I feel like they're a little overrated, but they were they were still pretty damn good. Yeah. Six million dollars for this guitar makes absolutely no sense to me, though. It makes no sense to me. Nirvana seems to have to have had a little bit of a renaissance recently. Where like you, you have modern day artists like Post Malone doing Nirvana songs and well, it's, it's classic co- rock now. Right, that's and true. that's what it is. And it kind of keeps the Nirvana thing going. And you know it, it keeps it keeps Nirvana front of mind in their music. So driving the value. Up. Yeah, I think so. You're probably right. And when are we getting the Kurt Cobain biopic? By the way, when is that happening? What we had was it soaked in bleach. I think so. Which was hey, Courtney killed him. Yeah, but like, but the act we, the the actual bio, like the the big Hollywood version of that. You know what I mean? Oh, like the dirt. So not yeah. necessarily so like a bio movie. Right, the bio movie of him. The biopic now they call that. Right. Okay. Sorry. Um well it's biopic and yes, but when you're making a movie slash thing that you know they did well, that for Freddie Mercury, they did it for Elton John, you had the dirt. When are we getting the Nirvana one? Because that seems like I mean they're the only nineties band who really deserves it. Yeah. I mean, you could do one on Pearl Jam, but it, they're not the same thing. It's not. It doesn't have the drama surrounding it. I yeah, I think so. I, I think you're right there. That's the um, thing. It's that's a great point. I wonder who plays him. Who could you get to play him? You have to get a nobody. Yeah, you kind of do, right? You kind of have to get a. You can have stars around it. You can, you know, like the manager can be Paul Giamatti or something like that. I mean, the that's most, his role for I, everything. The most famous person in the dirt was Machine Gun Kelly, right? I mean, so, as far as, like, the band goes. Yes, but you kind of have to nobody that role. Or at least have somebody who hasn't had a major starring role yet. No, this ha- I think you're right. I think it needs to be the role that breaks you out as yeah. an actor. Because if you have a major star do it, it's You're going never going to gonna see it as anything else. Yeah, you're going to be like, well, that guy's doing... Okay. You could, major stars can play fictional characters, but if you have them doing... Like, Tom Hanks can't play this guy. No, he cannot. He can play Mr. Rogers, because he's kind of like Mr. Rogers. Well, they look so much alike. There's that, too. But you can't have big Hollywood guy do this. The, I don't get the $6 million. Yeah, neither do I. That's a lot of dough. Todd McFarlane, again, from Spawn, yeah. is a huge sports fan. Apparently a big baseball fan. He bought the baseball that broke like the home run record, broke Roger Maris' record. Mm-hmm. $4 million. Is what he ended up paying. It was like three and change, but taxes and all this and all that stuff. He ended up, I think it was just under $4 million is what he spent. They just talked about it in that the documentary about McGuire and Sammy Sosa. It's now worth $235,000. So he has no way to ever make money. Now, if Tom McFarlane's got more than enough money, he's fine. Yeah, he's doing all right. But you, the person, if you're looking to buy memorabilia like that, as an investment, it's too up and down. 
like Gary V's on the sports card thing now, and my brother's on that, and I got in that for a hot minute, and I, I was, did. I sold an Olajuwon rookie card for about fifteen uh, for a lot of money. Like, what? I got it for like nothing, and for nothing I mean like two ninety, and I ended up selling it for quite a bit of money. Hmm. There, you can catch waves and stuff like that. But like signed jerseys and stuff like that, I think it's only worth that kind of money to a handful of people. I'm, mm. I, I don't think it's going to go. You're never going to be able to get more than six million for this guitar, right? He's already dead. They did everything. Yeah, unless there's something else that comes out. A bio about movie, it. maybe, but it's not going to push it over six Un- million. Unless you're just that big of a Nirvana fan, where it's like I have to have this, and you just want it in your collection of things. Because I'm willing to bet if this guy has Kurt Cobain's guitar now, he has he, something else. He has other things. Oh, that, right. You yeah. don't start with a six million dollar guitar, right? And you start you with Funkos. Six, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> you start with Funkos in the office, and then you work your way up to six million dollar guitars. But I don't. I don't see it. Like, again, and I think this is a byproduct of me being old now. If you would have asked me this when, when Kurt died, I'd been like, yeah. But now I'm in my mid-40s. And you're also in a relationship where your girlfriend would be like, you spent how much? Oh, dude, what? and Jen grew up with, like, not a lot of money. Like, she grew up, like, literally, like, are we going to eat? And so, like, that's why, again, that's why she works in food insecurity these days. That's mm. why she takes it so seriously. She hates when I frivolously spend money. Like, okay, like I'll give you an example from our life. Okay. I bought her sunglasses for Christmas. Oh. She needed sunglasses, that doesn't, right? That doesn't sound like a big thing. Little dude broke her sunglasses, whatever. I have a friend that works for Coach. Okay. You know Jackie. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So she works for Coach. Jackie's great. She is great. She will allow me sometimes to use her company discount. Oh, that's nice. She gets a pretty good discount. Yeah. So she'll allow me to use that sometimes. And so I said, hey, I said, dude, I kind of want to buy my girlfriend sunglasses. I know Coach has sunglasses. And she's like, all right, I can help you out with that. And, I, you know, I can help you out with this. And so sure enough, I give them to her for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, here you go. And she said to me, she goes, what'd you spend on these? <laughs> and I was like, well, I got a really good deal. I was like, so I didn't spend what you think I spent, but I still spent more. She's like, Dan, you can get sunglasses for 20 bucks. Why'd you do this? That's who Jennifer is. <laughs> You know, my response would be like, your words you're looking for here are thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that's who she is. Huh. She, cons- she, Dude, she's obsessed about money in a very different way than I am. I'm obsessed with money because I don't have any. She's obsessed with money because she wants to give it to everybody else. And That makes sense. And so, yeah. I, and, I get it. And I love her anyway. I, I <laughs> <laughs> but I could, I could inherit $250 million tomorrow. Okay. But if I spend a million dollars on something I hang on the wall, she's leaving. Or she's like she, done? Oh, she would tell me, like, why are we wasting money just because we have it? If you want to give money away, let's give it away. But she would not go for that. No, 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 no. She would never go for that. I could never get away with that. Okay, so let's say you could get away with it. What would you get? Is there something that Musical you... memorabilia. Yeah, if you want. I know you're not a big memorabilia guy, and your girlfriend would kill you no, if you did. there are things I'd want, though. But what would you want? Would you like a Paul, like a Gene Simmons bass or something like that in that realm? Like, here's Okay, the... I'll tell you what I'd want. You know what I mean? Ace Freely, okay, in nineteen, I think it was seventy eight, was playing in Cleveland at Richfield Coliseum with Kiss. Okay, he walked up to touch the mic, and it electrocuted him, and he fell backwards on stage. He fell down on stage. There's famous photos of it all. Holy over crap! Internet. Really? Yeah, yeah, you can find the photos. Jeez. Like Cleveland, like like electrocuted Ace Freely. The guitar he was holding when that happened, because it happened in Cleveland. Okay, I get it. I love the band. He plays a Gibson, like there's, he plays a Les Paul, Sunburst. Mm-hmm. I would, you could maybe get me into that. Okay. Or 
a Clapton guitar because my dad would want it, or John, um, Jesus, John Bonham's drum set okay. because my dad would want that. Okay, I get that. I, I would, I would want those for him more than I'd want them for me. What would you want? Uh, I would want um, a Cliff Burton bass Ooh, from Metallica. Good call. I would want a Cliff Burton bass from Metallica. Great call. Um, I wasn't suspecting that. When Master of Puppets on that one. Yeah. I want I would want a Cliff Burton bass used to record on Master of Puppets. That would be okay. great. That's a great album. Um if I were doing something for my parents, I would have to go something from Bob Seeger for my mom. Yeah, I thought about that one for my dad too. Yeah. Or in this is kind of left field, I'd have to go a guitar from Harry Chapin from for my dad. My, really? My dad, for some reason. The Cats in the Cradle guy? Yeah, Cats in the Cradle guy. He loved Harry Chapin. He just had this oh, weird... Oh, Harry is great. Harry's great, but my dad had this weird thing about Harry Chapin. I've, I've never met a diehard fan. I know people who love that song. Yeah. I've never met a diehard Harry Chapin fan. Well, Dale, one day you'll meet my dad, and that would be the first one, so you could cross that off your list. All right, let's speed that up. I need... <laughs> I gotta... I feel like I, I got questions. I want that one sped up a little bit. <laughs> Here's what's next on the Stansberry Show. All right, I took some comments on this Bubba Wallace thing from NASCAR yesterday. Obviously, uh, Talladega race going to happen later this afternoon. And uh, Bubba claiming he found a noose in the garage area where his car was. And there's a lot to be made of this. And people brought up some points. I want to address it next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Still to come, Scott from winningfornextyear.com. Do that at 9, also 9.30, the attempt to cancel Joe Rogan and why I think it fails. Coming up 9.30. Um, we've been talking, or at least we were earlier this hour, on the Bubba Wallace issue in NASCAR, where um, Bubba Wallace, African-American NASCAR driver, claims yesterday, alleges um, that in the garage area, he found a noose. And the race ended up not happening. They were on, what, rain delay or whatever? They're going to race today. Yeah, it got rained out. Um, and NASCAR released a statement. I have it here. Late Sunday afternoon, NASCAR was made aware that the noose was found in the garage stall of the 43 team. We're angry and outraged, and we cannot state strongly enough how seriously we take this heinous act. We have launched an immediate investigation, and we'll do everything we can to identify the persons responsible and eliminate the team from the sport. As we have stated unequivocally, there is no place for racism in NASCAR, and this act only strengthens our resolve to make the sport open and welcoming to all. Now, I believe NASCAR. I do. NASCAR, I gave them credit. After George Floyd... They kept bringing up Breonna Taylor's name. They kept bringing up Amon Aubrey's name. They kept bringing up the other names. They weren't, they weren't being guilty of making it about just the issue that happened. NASCAR was doing a good job of going, no, 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 dude, this is a constant problem, and this is why we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so I gave NASCAR all the credit in the world on that. A lot of people are like, yeah, secretly it's because NASCAR doesn't want to change the problem. It's like, dude, I think NASCAR has been better about this than most sports. Thus far, I think they've done a pretty good job. So a lot of people, and I was one of them, kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. Obviously, everything's filmed in these garages, right? I mean, there's millions of dollars in tools, let alone the cars and everything else, right? Right. The track's going to have cameras. There's going to be, uh, the broadcast network's going to have cameras in the garages. Uh, you see it. They show you that stuff all the right. time, right? And so people then said to me this, and you know more about NASCAR, Tony, than I do. Okay. So you may know. I was told... Only his crew members have access to that garage. Now, is that accurate, or is this one of those things we assume because it's like, well, there's no way NASCAR is going to let another mechanic in the garage? Well, picture it as like a big, like when you're going to like the fair, okay, and they have like those indoor areas. Each team has their own little booth. Like Radio Row. Yeah. It's like a Radio Row kind of deal where you have your own area. We have our tent. Yeah, we have our tent. We have our area. This is ours inside the lines. 
but next to you is another car, and then next to that is their other car. Now, they're, they're not teams? Ha- well, they have their own specific area in the garage. Because each that team can, normally has two cars, right? Yeah, one's in the hauler, like still in the truck. They keep that in the truck until they need it. No, what I'm saying is, is like Childress racing. Oh, yeah, teams. Yeah, there are teams who have multiple cars, multiple cars in, in running. the garage. But so they're normally all together then. They can be sometimes, yes. Okay. Yeah. I just, now again, I assumed that because why would they separate it? Well, they separate it sometimes based, uh, uh, at least they used to on points and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. So they kind of huh. sometimes. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so then it's not necessarily accurate that nobody else but his crew would have you're not supposed, access. You're not supposed to go into their area of... Here's the other thing. The garage area. Let's not pretend that somebody who was fine with Bubba Wallace two months ago, who's on the staff with him, mm-hmm. now has an issue with him. Let's not pretend that that can't happen. It can. Right. A lot of people have have no issues with people until they start talking. And then all of a sudden, it's like, whoa. Oh, now I can't like you anymore because you think differently than me. Oh, or you're raising awareness for this. Oh, now I have to hate you. Let's not pretend there's not a guy on that team. Let's not pretend this is a possibility. Let me say that because I, I don't know this happened. Mm-hmm. But I think it's totally possible that a guy on that team thinks to himself, oh, we got the spot because he's black. Right? There's going to be a lot of guys in NASCAR that think that. Yeah. That think this is affirmative action got them behind the wheel of that car. I'm not sure million-dollar race cars and all that stuff, that's really going to matter. I think dudes are like, who's the fastest? Get them in there. Right. Who's got the most talent? Now, again, that's what I'd like to think. Maybe that's not what happens. Okay? But let's not pretend that one of these good old boys couldn't be like, you know what? We were buddies, but now you think this, eh, we're going to show you and do this to their own teammate. And you could very easily. For sure it could happen. Absolutely. And you could very easily just cut through I mean, the let's garage not, area. Let's not forget, another driver was caught. Yeah. Digital racing, online racing, using the N-word. Yeah, Kyle Larson was Kyle, a, thank yeah, you. Yeah, he, he got popped for calling Bubba the, the N-bomb. Oh, that's who he was. Uh, God, yeah. I don't even remember he, that story. They were well on enough. the same, they were on the, they were racing on the same thing, and he said, hey, <laughs> N-word. And everyone's like, uh, hey, Eesh. Kyle, your mic is on. Yeah, I remember the one guy was like, uh, we all heard you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Now, I don't, you know, again, I don't want to get into whether, you know, it's not okay. <laughs> Let, let's just say, yes, let, let's, let's not just sum it up good. By, by not being okay. So, but you could very easily. You an- think this happened, right? Uh, I'm leaning towards yes. I'm like 70 30, yes, this happened. I could, the pro is I'm split right down the middle. It could obviously have happened. I know the country in which I live, I know the world in which I live. Let's start saying that. The other countries are just as bad about this stuff as we are. Um, that is also true. We're being told America's like super problematic. It's like, nah, dude, you start traveling around. I, I you know, it's like, why eh. don't you look into the history of European soccer? Why don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good point. And so, you know, I know the world in which I live, so this could absolutely happen. But I also live in the world where Jesse Smollett happened. And it's, I hate being the picks or it didn't happen guy. I hate those people. Because, well, I just, again, I don't necessarily need the imagery. But when we're talking about something serious like this, I do want to know it happened before you, we start, like, 
throwing people out of NASCAR. Well, you got to have, there's going to be security camera footage somewhere. Has of, to be, right? Right. Just from either Fox having cameras in the garage or the Talladega Super Speedway having security Somebody cameras. Somebody has it. And then TMZ will get it and then they'll release it because that's how this stuff kind of works. Yeah, I'm interested to see what more info we will get in this story. Here's what's next on the Stansberry Show. Scott from winningfornextyear.com is what's next. He'll join us as he does every Monday at 9. We'll do that next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9 online, WRQK.com. We normally talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com, but I have yet to hear from him this morning. Now, we were in contact yesterday. Okay. I every Sunday I was like nine a.m. tomorrow, right? Just as a, like a courtesy of like not just to expect that he'll be there for us because again he's not compensated. He does it out of the kindness of his heart. He's um, a good dude. And so then normally every Monday morning, you know, I'll text him and be like, "Hey, dude, this would be the perfect time for you to call in right here." Like when I get the hour timed out right, then I kind of let him know. And he'll normally be like, "All right, man, talk to you then." Now I haven't heard back from him yet this morning, and he has yet to call in. And so that's a little interesting. We've never had this happen. He's never not called. He's I've I've been live on the air and had to go to him live. That's I think that happened as early as last week. I think that happened last week. But yeah, you know, hey, sometimes uh, Scott's real job may uh yeah, it gets in the way of things. Scott's <laughs> got a couple of jobs. He's not only uh you know I don't even know is he the editor of uh, WaitingForNextYear.com? I know he does a lot of writing for those guys, and uh, I think he started it um, with you know another buddy of his. Um, but Scott's normally got great insight in the like, and I was very curious to get his take on a couple of things uh, this morning. More and more football players are starting to test positive with COVID, so there's been a lot of people, you know, tweeting at me, messaging me, going, "Yo, man, you gonna back off your take now?" And it's like, well, yeah, if I get new information, you can get me to change my <laughs> mind. I'm not an idiot, so yeah, if you give me new info, I might be able to change my mind. But I'm not quite there yet, and here's why, Tony. Scott is a co-founder and editor, by the way, of WaitingForNextYear.com. Yeah, I was pretty sure I was right on that. Thank I just you. wanted to double check. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I am confused by this. By the COVID football thing? By the sports thing. Okay, all right. High school sports are starting practice back. Yes, today is the first day that... Uh, Contact sports. Yeah. Can practice. Yes. If a high school football player can practice... Why can't a pro football player then play? It's true. The answer is, of course, they can. And the answer is, of course, they will. Mm-hmm. I think if sports were looking, if football wasn't going to play, why is the MLB even negotiating? If this wasn't important, wouldn't it just be like, eh, dude, we got upticking cases now. There's upticks and there's this and there's that. And it's like, you know, the first wave and a half might be second wave. Nobody knows because the waves don't really matter. Right. And, um, you know, and all this stuff. Then why are other sports negotiating? It's a good question. If we're going to just say we're not doing it. Why is the NBA coming back in a bubble? Right. Why are they going to Disney to try to round out the season? Why is the NHL going to have two hub cities to play in? Well, Florida's going to end up being their problem, and they kind of got this screwed up, and it's because Disney owns everything, and Disney wanted it at their property, which I get. If I owned everything, I would want it at my property, too. true. The easier fit there was Vegas, for sure it was. Well, you could have spread it out. You could have done, done both. You could have done Florida and Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. You could have done Eastern yeah. Conference, you go to Disney. Western Conference, you go to You, you could have done there, there a little bit. And if the NBA was smart, they would have given Vegas a lot of pub and a lot of press and been like, dude, let's get a basketball team in this market. Yes. You're getting a football team, now there's a hockey team. Let's be next in this dude, market, but the show, NBA's dumb. People show up for summer league games in right. Vegas with people you've never massive. heard of. Yes, massive. Right? 
It gets big there. So I don't see it. If they're going to let your kids practice, they're going to let pros play. Right. Now, there may be restrictions on said practice and whatever, but you would have to... I mean, if they're still... I mean, football... High school football is doing their practice. There are a lot of people who are like, we're not going to have high school football this year. And the and Cowboys like, are going to play. Yes. But the, the Buckeyes are going to play. Yeah. Even, I mean, they've even come out and said, yeah, we may only have like 20,000 people in the shoe as opposed to the nearly 100,000. Yeah, I think it's have. 80 or something. Or all, but it's like, uh, you're still going to do it because it's a, it's a business. Yeah. I mean, it's about money. It's always been about money. It will always be about Why money. Why do you think the NHL and the NBA are trying to finish their seasons? Because right. they have advertising money that's sitting on, that's not doing anything. Because make no mistake, money is the most important thing in the world. It's literally why we're all here. Why do you think ESPN is pushing for these leagues to get started? Because yeah. their ratings are in the tank. Well, did you? Just, was it you that told me this this morning that apparently now ESPN's going to do a docu-series on the LeBron decision? So, uh, yeah, People Magazine just put this out. Um, there's going to be a docu-series on the decision for LeBron. Uh, him I don't know leaving. Why. Uh, Well, apparently it's going to cover the hubbub that was around it. Like, everybody going, well, I'm here and he's going here, and I'm here and he's going there. Well, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That's going to be part of it. Oh, really? He's going to highlight something that um, accentuates fake news being a, a thing, huh? Yeah, ESPN is going to be... Interesting. It, it's going to be weird how they do that one because most of their insiders were wrong on that. Interesting that LeBron's going to lend himself to something that's going to tell everybody fake news is real. So, okay, according to People Magazine, a new episode of ESPN's docuseries, just called Backstory, I've never heard of, will go behind the scenes of the television special, The Decision, during... It, Why does that need a docuseries? It was an hour long. We all watched it. Uh, backstory, the series that will explore the background of sports controversies will look at the far-reaching consequences of LeBron's TV stunt. Well, I will say this. It turned him into the league villain. Yes, he hated that. He didn't want to be the villain. LeBron does not like being the villain. No. He does not like that. We found um, that out real quick. It, no, exactly right. And um, And sure enough... He became the villain a little bit again in the last election because he started talking politics and everybody hated it. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to go to L.A. where I can kind of do this and the city's big enough where people don't really care. And like, you know what I mean? The, right. the town's big enough. It's also more progressive. I'll get out of here. And let me get out of here. And again, I always point out, when did LeBron make that decision? It was after you knew you were going to draft a quarterback because LeBron knew what I knew. All you really care about is the Browns. And if you think you're going to get a savior and a quarterback, he can get out of here now and you'll hate him less. He just gave you a title and you're about to draft a quarterback. I can get out of here. It was the perfect. That's why I knew LeBron was leaving. Like I knew. I was like, well, dude, he just won you a title, and we're about to draft a quarterback, and he knows it. Well, like At the end of the day, LeBron ain't going to stick around and watch somebody else be the king of Cleveland. Right. Like He ain't going to do that. He's going to get out of here and go to L.A., and sure, everybody told me I was crazy because they thought he wanted his kids to go to St. V. And I was like, guys, like, decide which side of the argument you want. Either these rich millionaires live in their bubbles and they're elite and they don't know about everyday life, or they're going to do exactly what you would do if you had money. Like you, you see what I'm saying? Right. Like they're, they, he didn't care about Saint V, and if he really did care about it, they would move that building to Los Angeles and put it there for him. But they really, if he really wanted it that bad, so like I always knew LeBron was out. The LeBron docu series uh, debuts on June 29th at nine on ESPN. By the way, so set your DVRs accordingly. I, I, I don't. Again, fine, do it. I mean, I don't care. But like, you're gonna watch it. What do you? Nah, I don't think I am. Really? No, I'm oh, not. I'll really, totally do that. I'm not really interested. I, I got to be honest with you. Like, sports needs its games. Yes, I, I just watched, that is true. I watched that that 
what was the, the the thirty for thirty on McGuire and Sosa? Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, that wasn't good. I didn't even watch that. It was awful. I, I had everyone else going, dude, this sucks. Then I, I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't need to watch it. Yeah, I was sitting there on the couch going, oh my god, even the documentaries about this stuff is boring. Like you can't. I mean, like you now. I remember exactly where I was when McGuire hit that home run. Oh my god, we got Scott. Buddy. Hey, buddy, Scott. Hey, sorry, man. No, you're all good, dude, but you are live on the air. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, so let's be a little careful. And, um, you know, I was just kind of, well, rambling, really. But I, let's start here because we were talking about it. ESPN's going to do a docuseries, or at least an episode of one of their documentary series that they have on the LeBron decision, and I don't really see the point of this. I mean, we know what the decision was. It was an hour-long, I mean, that was an hour-long television special. Why do we need an hour-long television special about an hour-long television special? Yeah, and they hosted it, right? So I, yeah. I wonder, you know, there's, there's, you have to wonder, much like the, the Last Dance situation. Oh, that's an I, excellent I assu- point. I forgot I, about that. I would assume... You know, with like similarly to having MJ's production company being a part of his own documentary, I would I would assume there's a certain vanity about a one LeBron James where it's not going to be any sort of tell all. You know what I mean? There's going to be uh, it's going to be through the eyes, and I'm sure that's going to be painted as a uh, you know the boys and girls club thing. And he has admitted that he probably shouldn't have went about it the way he did. So yeah, maybe there'll be a little times. bit of uh, maybe he'll walk it back a little bit. But yeah, I. Uh, I think I think a lot of this is just falling into the same category of we need new content, and as much as we like watching, uh, you know, the 1998 Survivor Series on, you know, whatever channel, you know, I think we just need to have a little bit of new stuff. So they're trying to capitalize on that uh, on that situation. For sure, they are. I I, I don't disagree there. I, I also talked about a little bit. Um, you know, we're getting high school sports starting contact sports practices now. And yet, I got more pro athletes testing positive for COVID. I am I. I still am not. I am not moving off this. I think the NFL plays. I I, I think if they weren't going to play, then MLB and NBA aren't at the negotiating t- table trying to figure out how they're going to play. I, I right or am I am I crazy here? Or what do you make of all this? No, I I I, I think they're going to try to play as well. Um... You know, but I, you know, weirdly, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting season because if you get a, I mean, right now, for example, at last count, I think three Tampa Bay Buccaneers to test a positive, yeah. right? So, um, not, not saying, you know, that those three are, you know, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and Mike Evans, but if, if, if those were the three and this happens in week four, you know, and the next thing you know, you're not seeing either of these guys until week seven. At a minimum, right? Just based on based on the quarantining. So, you know, I, I do think it's going to be a, a weird year where it's not just going to be turf toes and, and hammies that are going to keep some of these guys out. And the interesting part is, once the season you know is full go, they're going to have to say who has what. So it's you oh, know you know God, you know right. they for 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 gambling purposes. So you're going to right now these guys are protected. Um, you know, you don't. Yeah, they don't have to say who has it, who doesn't. But once uh, once this rolls through, if you know, if if Chris Godwin is just one of those guys, you know, and he and he's moving a point or a point and a half on, uh, you know, at at Bovada, I you know, I they're going to have to they're going to have to share this information, and I think that's going to be a very 
you know, kind of watershed moment in, in professional sports. I don't think the NFL pushes off this season for another reason, too. I think uh, I think a lot of people don't understand. I think the NFL Players Association absolutely wants to harness this moment in this country right now. I think they want to get it right on the Kaepernick issue because I think the Players Association felt like they got it wrong in, in um, the last time around with Cap. And I think they know what I know, which is if you scrap this season and expect football fans to still give you the same leeway they will on this issue right now without with with the season going by and like the world moving on and us getting to the next problem if you think America's going to have still the same you know what yeah preach to me about this before these games i think they're wrong i don't think that will happen and i think the players association knows that and i think they want to be a a a a player in this movement and I think they're going to push to play for that, too, because, again, this is a big platform that they have to raise awareness. And I don't think they're going to want to give it up, because if you don't have this season, I don't think the fans are going to want to hear it the season after. I don't. Do you think I'm crazy there? Yeah. No, I don't. And, and truthfully, I, this is going to sound like a bit of a, a, a couching the sentiment. I think a lot of what they are going to try and do will be much easier in front of empty stadiums, if that makes sense. No, you're right. Um, you are absolutely right. I, so if, 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 the, if there is no – if you're Roger Goodell and you're going through these motions and you're going to have 53 men on, on each side of the field kneeling at the national anthem, you're going to want it done in an empty stadium, at, at least at first, right? And then if you, you can't hear the boos over the TVs you know, yeah. <laughs> for people – for people that for people watching at home, so I uh, you know this way you get the players being able to do what they want to do, and you don't have to worry about the headlines on USA Today the next day saying what percentage of fans are booing and and, and so on and so forth. I and you don't have that way, but you right. know John you know Johnny Twitter capping capturing audio for five seconds and sharing it and saying oh listen to this you know so yeah. a lot of a lot of that part goes away as well. Um, I got one more for you before I let you go. Unfortunately, I am up against the clock just a little bit. But what did you make of the NASCAR um, issue with Bubba Wallace yesterday and the noose being found in the garage? Um, you know, just quickly, what's your take on that? I I think I share the sentiment of a lot of people. It's it's disgusting and horrible. Um, and I'm interested in a lot of the reports that came out initially saying it is such limited access right now, given the given the situation that. It won't take very long to figure out who it was. Yeah, it shouldn't um, take that long. And right? and and that'll be and that'll be the uh, the very interesting part because it's certainly not going away. Um, I was I was very pleased with the Marty Smiths of the world and everybody coming to Bubba's defense. Um, and I, uh, I I applaud NASCAR for handling what has been generational long you know issues, whether it be the Confederate flag or something like this, and and then moving forward the way they are. So I'm, um, I, you know, sad, very sad, especially the, the timing of it. Yes. But, uh, I think, I think people are weirdly okay telling on themselves these days and, and we're going to figure out who this was. And I, uh, you know, I think whatever team this person was a part of is going to have some explaining to do as well. I said earlier this morning, I think I'm right. I think NASCAR gets to the bottom of it pretty quick. I think NASCAR has been pretty good about this issue from the beginning. I mean, right after the George Floyd tragedy, they they were the ones that kept bringing up Breonna Taylor's name. They're the ones that kept bringing up Amon Aubrey's name. They kept saying, like, no, dude, this is not an isolated incident. There are more of this. There's a lot of this. This is why this conversation is important to all of us, and in, now including NASCAR. I think NASCAR has handled it better than some other. They've handled this issue better than golf has. I'll say that. Golf has kind of been 
hundred percent. Yeah, golf has kind of been like, eh, maybe not so much. We're we're not really going to go there. And NASCAR, who you would think would say, no, we're not going to do it, has actually wrapped their arms all the way around it. I think they have actually been really good on that issue. Scott, I appreciate you joining us, buddy. I'm sorry we didn't get more time uh, this week, but we will do it again Monday at nine. How about that? My bad on the timing. Nah, no apologies okay. on your end, and we'll take care of it next week. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Nah, he's good. You know what I mean? That's yeah, sometimes things happen. Once though. in six years, I think I'll live. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a, that's a pretty good track record out of Scott there. I like it. Here's what's next on the Stansberry Show. Can they cancel Joe Rogan? Yeah, I don't think you can. People Doesn't mean for- they're not going to try. People forget how these things get built. Next on Rock 106.9. And take our nude sunbathing in the backyard. Ah, now that's freedom, bitches. Ah. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Miss anything this morning? Podcast will be up shortly before 11. And again, anything from last week's program you may have missed? Go grab those. All right. I, this happened a little bit late last week, and I kind of stayed away from it. And I was like, eh, dude, read about more about it over the weekend and try to put you know some thought process behind this and then get into it. Well, that's a strange concept for a lot of people. The canceling of things. And I have – sometimes I don't talk about this stuff because I worry I hit the nail on the head over uh, this stuff a little too much because, again, I do worry about it. I am in a very cancelable um, uh, profession um, because – and I said this. I think the next internet challenge that needs to go viral is if you woke up tomorrow and you were famous, what from your past would get you canceled? And maybe when your office building starts emptying out, you'll have less thirst for blood. And I know that to be true. And make no mistake, if we keep burning through celebrities at the rate we are now, guys, you're going to be all that's left. <laughs> and sooner or later, they're going to come hunting for you. Like, that's how it works. Right? And so now the next one's Joe Rogan. Oh. Okay. Now, there are multiple issues on why people want to cancel Joe Rogan. One of which is he said wearing masks is for bitches. Joe kind of has the the feeling of, "Dude, what are we doing with the mask thing? What are we what are we doing here?" And which uh, is funny because Joe was one of the first people to have like an infectious disease expert on talking about all about the co- how this was going to be a bigger problem than America thought it was going to be. Yeah. And that's when everybody started to take it seriously. Right. Right. Which I think, okay, so Joe, all right. I'll remind everybody, nine months ago, everybody wanted Joe Rogan to moderate the presidential debates. <laughs> That's what everybody wanted. Because he's in the middle a little bit. Yeah, he can go He can go to one extreme to the other very quickly. You can turn him yeah. on and you can hear him on an issue and be like, oh, that's way different than what I thought you would ha- would be on this issue. And then other times you'll be like, oh, that's a little bit more towards the right or that's a little bit mm-hmm. more towards the left. And I say about Joe what I say about me is people who accuse me of being a libtard and then the other person who hates what I have just said always accuses me of being alt-right. No, everybody else is extremist to the point to where you no longer recognize the middle. Mm. I'm the middle. I think they're all nuts. I think they're all crooked. They're all out to steal my money. Politicians are all scumbags. Like that, I don't, I don't fall into the groups. I don't like being in groups, right? So, again, Joe Rogan's opinion on masks is his opinion. Mm-hmm. Why do you go to the Joe Rogan podcast expecting to hear your opinion, dummy? That makes you dumb. <laughs> like, that's a, if you're going to, again. I'm listening to an opinion-based show. Tell me what to think. This is called the Sansbury Show. So if you get my opinion and you're unhappy about that, guess what? I did my job. It is my job to, <laughs> it is my job to give out my opinion. It's what my job is, it right? Sounds more like a you problem. Sounds like a little bit like you just want to cancel stuff problem. Now, 
that's not to be that's not to say that there aren't problematic things that get said. Mm-hmm. I just don't think there's that many that you should never be able to come back from. So some old audio from the Joe Rogan podcast has surfaced. And I know it's old because you can look at the video and see he's not in his new studio, which he's had for about three years now. And he, and even before that, he was still in another building. Mm-hmm. This is back when he was in his house doing this. Okay. Okay. And one of his best friends was on the show, Joey Diaz, who is a comedian. Joey Coco Diaz. Okay. Is, is uh, And Joe has looked up to Joey Diaz for years. Joey's been a comedian for for long, long time, and like he's a comics comic. Okay. He's not necessarily famous, but comics all love him. Here's what got said on the Joe Rogan podcast that everybody wants them canceled for now. I had girls in my d- and giving me coke from Chewy. Chewy's the drug dealer. You ah. think I'm kidding you. Yeah, you dick to get up in the belly room. I'm making a call for you. That's the... Open micers were trying to get mic time mm-hmm. in the belly room. Okay. Which is the small room inside the comedy store where actually Dave Chappelle did one of his uh, specials. Not 846, but one of the most recent specials. One of them was done in the belly room. You can tell it's really little. That's the gateway into coming to Hollywood. Everybody knows that. And he was kind of talking about, I'll make a call for you. I'll help you get time, but you got to do this, right? How many girls did you have to do that? Oh, 20. There's Joe Rogan asking. <laughs> Yeah. I had this little blonde open mic chick dog that used to come up to the comedy store with a 20 and just take me up to the belly room and go do her set. She was tremendous. Wow. She finally freaked out. When she got to Hollywood, bro, she was beautiful. And when she left, she had dirty and her nails were dirty. And then a year later, she wrote me a letter to the comedy store. Sucker, you broke me. <laughs> I kept shooting balls in her ear ball. So that's it. And so now the internet cops are coming after them because it's sexual assault and um, and it's rape adjacent. Yeah, I was going to say that, but... Now, here's the thing. Kind of gross. Yeah. It's making women perform sexual acts to gain access to a profession is wrong. Okay? Um, I didn't sleep with the interns on the radio shows ever because I just felt like you work for me. This yeah. is not right. But there are plenty of dudes out there who will use their position to yes. to go, hey, and obviously yes. it sounds like that comedian may have been one of those guys. I, I, I've y- Yeah. Okay. And now everybody's after Joe because Joe laughed at it. Okay. I think what Joe's laughing at is, why would anybody stu- be stupid enough to think Joey Diaz is the gateway to something? <laughs> right. Also, Joey Diaz is the guy who tweets this every morning. Wake up, ball sniffers, rub your scrotum on the face of George Washington. Remind them they're, they're ball washers. And that's how that guy talks. Jeez. He's a moron. Like, I love him, but Joey's dumb. <laughs> like, he's not, like, he's not all, dude, he talks like a 19-year-old. Rub your balls on America's tank. Like, that's literally, that's a tweet. That's what Jeez. he tweets every morning. He tweets that. Wake up, ball sniffers. It's America and show them your balls. And like, that's, he's just, he's infatuated with being dirty. Okay, so that's his shtick. He's a throwback to when comedians were, if they didn't talk dirty, they weren't any good. Okay. Like, he's a throwback to that. I watched like two of his specials. I don't really see it. I don't see what all those guys love about him. I really don't. He's interesting. I'll give him that. The Church of What's Happening is his podcast. It's interesting. Joey's an interesting guy. I don't necessarily love him. I don't, I, I don't get that. But I don't think you can cancel Joe Rogan, and nor do I think you want to. You only, by the way, that audio is probably about five, six, seven years old. 
Again, so that is even pre Me Too. This is oh yeah, for sure. It okay, was. this is way before Me Too. Again, Joe, they're in Joe Rogan's house. Okay, when he's doing this. Well, I'm trying to put it in what context of the social justice culture we were in then. So this audio has been available forever. Yeah. Why is it a problem right now? Why? Because he signed a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. This just highlights everything I'm always talking about. People feel as if if you go to a company and use their product, that that must mean you must align with everything that company has ever said or done publicly. That, first of all, is ridiculous. Quit trying to drag companies into being heart-beating like entities. They're not. They're a product provider, okay? They were able to give Joe Rogan $100 million, A, first and foremost, because they didn't want him with iHeartRadio anymore. That's first and foremost the number one reason, is they're sick of hearing us tout how we're the biggest platform for podcasts in the world. So they were like, all right, well, we'll you know what? We're going to undercut you. We're going to try to buy this one, right? Right. That's why people are mad, is because Joe Rogan got paid $100 million on the internet. And you can't figure out how to get paid $100 million on the internet. Trust me, I know, I'm pissed too. <laughs> I, can't I think fig- we all are. Guys, I can't figure out how to make this company give me a hundred grand, let alone a hundred million. I would just like a hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, I, and so, dude, take, dude, if you're pissed about that, stand in line, bitch, because I feel like I'm in front, I'm, I'm in the front row of that. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in the front row of being pissed about that. But you're not really mad at Joe Rogan. You're not even mad about Joey Diaz. You want to be able to stream Motley Crue at, 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 or whatever the hell it is you listen to at Spotify, and you don't feel like you can right now because your liberal friends are going to call you out because, well, they're willing to pay Joe Rogan. Of course they are. Do you know why Spotify gave him $100 million? Because they knew how much money Joe Rogan was making. Yeah. They're just cashing in. This is why you can't cancel him. Joe Rogan will just push back from Spotify and go, all right, I guess I'll just go back to making the $35 million I was making alone without you. Yeah, Joe Rogan has enough FU money now. Guys, he's been on TV for years. He's had a stand-up special like for like the last four years that have all done really well. He tours the country with Dave Chappelle currently. Selling he's got out the re- UFC stuff. He's got the UFC stuff. The problem is now is you guys are starting to go after people who have enough money to dig their heels in and go, screw you. And when you start taking on the people that can't be canceled, all your entire movement's going to be shown for what it is. You literally only care about the money. You don't care about anything else. All the while while telling me I'm a heartless son of a bitch who tells you money's the only thing that matters. You can hug your kids all you want. The bank's still going to throw you out of your house. <laughs> don't pay. They're going to throw you out of the house. Right? You can't, dude, at some point, you're going to realize you can't cancel successful people. Like, it can't be done because the audience wants it. You know why Joe Rogan got big? is because people like hearing dirt. Yeah. Also, let's not make Joey Diaz's story still that's who he is. Right? Isn't it possible people change? That is also true, if but we don't want to. We don't want to give credit to people who do evolve over time. If you know the Joey Diaz story, it's a story of redemption. This man was a severe cocaine addict. So wasn't it possible he was doing this to these women because what? He was powerless to the disease of drug addiction, right? He was powerless to it. Powerless to the disease. We excuse every other bad behavior away when you're addicted to drugs, except for the things you say. Guys, come on. This is craziness. 
This is legitimately crazy. Not arguing he should have been doing what he was doing to them women. By the way, female comics have come out in droves for the last few days talking about, I don't know what the hell are you guys talking about. Nobody's giving me more help than Joey Diaz. He's checked on me during quarantine. He's been nice to me. He tells me he respects. He does all the right things. From what I hear, the man's got a heart of gold. I think he tweets like a nine-year-old. I, I, I like people retweet it all the time. I'm like, Jesus, dude, that just sounds like a person who has but, not opened a dictionary yet. But is that just part of the? the it's part of the shtick. Yeah, it's gonna say it's part of the like the. It's, hey, this is what you came here for, so I'm just going to give you that. It's how you sell the church of what's happening. Yes, by okay. playing into the role. Yes, that's so what you do. He's essentially like a wrestler. He's a WWE wrestler. He's playing a role now. But none of these people care about what got said. None of them care about what got done. Nobody cared about anything. You know how I know? Because the audio was there forever if it, if it was a problem it would have been a problem it's a problem now because you know how much money he made and you're jealous you're bitter because you can't figure out how to make a hundred million dollars on the internet trust me nobody more mad about that than me <laughs> nobody but stop stop he's not alt right he's not full left joe rogan is in the middle and i can still recognize that because i believe that's what i am too which is why i always say you read my DMs, I'm called Liptard and, and a conservative over the same topic of conversation. Two people can hear it and hear two completely different things, which is why we got to get back to a little bit sticks and stones. We do have to get back to this a little bit. Also, if you keep doing this and everybody goes back to funding everything on their own, you think speech is going to get better? No. Speech will get worse. Stop dragging companies to a place of having a conscience. We all know they don't. Here's what's next on the Stansberry Show. The end of it, thank the dear Lord. Hmm. And we have to revisit the folding of the towels situation. <laughs> Which sounds insane. We got more life out of that this morning than I ever thought we would. Oh, but we'll revisit. Stuff. Next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Tomorrow, 9 o'clock, New Tour Tuesday, uh, Tommy Lee's got two new rap songs out. We're going to play you one of them. <laughs> you heard that right, by the way. Yeah. So I got one of those. We'll play you that. Also, new John Party, Ain't Always the Cowboy, and then uh, from the rock world, From Ashes to New, they have a song out called Panic. We'll play you that as well. Find out if those are any good. I uh, meant to talk about this in the 6 a.m. hour this morning. I just got a little carried away. wasn't able to get there. We got on towels. The Undertaker. Yeah. Calling it quits. Done. Done. Yep. Now, it kind of feels like, yeah, did we know? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, didn't he retire once before? Um, It's hard to keep all this stuff straight because it's all part of the gimmick. Right. Um, It wasn't, he didn't officially retire, but it was like, ugh. He's he, walking away now. Yeah, he, he's going out on top because the Boneyard match he had with AJ Styles was like, whoa. The way they did that was like, oh boy. So yeah, this would be the perfect time because you don't want to ruin it now. Go does, out on top, dude. Does he have the best gimmick in wrestling history? Oh, absolutely. It is the it it it's it has withstood the test of time. All right, a buddy of mine, the Undertaker, when I was a kid, scared the hell out of me. Yeah, I was still like a little bit like, like, like he'd come out and Paul Bearer would do the earned thing and then he would sit up and I'd be like, what is happening right now? A guy I know listens to the show a lot and he's a huge wrestling fan and he said, you know, he kind of did the, hey, thanks Undertaker for all the memories, all that kind of thing. He said, dude, you had the best gimmick in the whole industry. And I was like, wow, that's weird because like I am not necessarily a fan and yet I had the same opinion. Now, I don't remember every gimmick in the history of wrestling, obviously, but The Undertaker was iconic. I mean, it's like the ultimate warrior. It's yeah. like, that's iconic. So let me ask you, as a fan of this stuff, 
why don't we reboot these? And I think we're going to have to, Tony, because... Well, you do you do see similarities in different characters, but it's not a straight-on reboot. We're going to have to, I think, though, at some point. Because much like if you were going to start sports leagues now, what do you name them after? You can't name them after certain things anymore because it's like, eh, i got to take that down, and that's not necessarily that's appropriate, true. and that's not right. And it's not, and they can't all be eagles and bears. <laughs> you know what I mean? they got to be something. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, wrestling has had its like cringe moments in history, especially around race. I mean, they were pretty racial um, and sexual. I mean, uh, let's be honest about what the WWE was. It was basically... Basically peddling smut for years, and that's fine. I mean, there, there's there's you know there's an avenue for that. True. Um, but at some point, you're not going to be able to create new characters because of the, the the limitations of what's acceptable and what's not. Where the Undertaker is like, wow, well, dude, everybody dies, right? So right. Like, I mean, that's kind of. I mean, it's universal. I mean, how long could it be before we have to reboot it? Uh, that's this. It's a great question. Honestly, I like, mean, wrestling's got to be right there, right? We're rebooting movies. We're rebooting video. Like everybody gets on Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Because like the Call of Duty game that's out right now is basically Modern Warfare Two. It's yeah. Like essentially, right? And they're rebooting and they're giving you the old maps. And a lot of the younger generation is like, oh, old maps again. And I'm like, well, a, you weren't alive for the first run, so why do you care? Sit down, Zoomer. And second, like I get it, dude. Fortnite's better, right? <laughs> that's a, there, there's a reason why you like that and I like this. But like, so rebooting absolutely works. We've seen it in music. We've seen it in movies. We've seen it. I mean. It, it, sooner or later, they're going to have to do this, right? You would think so. Uh, it's not a bad idea, especially. But then you would have to have an official like passing of the torch. Could kind anybody of pull off the Hogan? No, that was a different level. That so was you, that was certain so things over the top. Certain things are just like, nah, dude, leave well enough alone. Yeah, Hogan. Yeah, that. I think if you got another long haired dude. Five years from now, you could do another Undertaker. You could totally do it. And I'm surprised they haven't. They've kind of. The imagery will always work with Taker. The the dark they kind of did this with Bray Wyatt a little bit. Yeah, I, they did do that a little, a little bit. bit, and the the whole the fiend character. Yeah, and I, I get, love that as a non fan. I thought it was super cool. Yeah, they've kind so they've they haven't rebooted it, but they've gone where the Undertaker is the tree. There's different branches on that as well. You so know? instead of a flat out reboot, look, oh, you're just giving us the same old thing. It's like, mm. ah, change it just a little just, bit. You got to tweak it here and there, and then you can make it slightly. You can make it different enough. I thought the Fiend character was a good idea. Well, they've gone back to the creepy southern cult leader for this round of storylines. Interesting. Yeah, Undertaker was a big draw, man. Dude, he was dude, back in the day. 30 years. Yeah, that's a hell of a run. That's a great run in anything you're doing. Yes. All right, aside from that, we are done for the day. Miss anything this morning? Pick up the podcast, WRQK.com. Aside from that, you all stay safe out there. Be good to one another. And I want to remind everybody before I get out of here, today is the 22nd. There's an organization that I uh, work closely with. They're called Save22.Vet is their website. Save22 is an organization that raises awareness. Over 22 veterans a day commit suicide. That is crazy high and way too high. And if you or somebody you know needs to speak to uh, somebody, Save22.Vet is where you can find the information how you can uh, track those guys down. But on the 22nd, we try to do our part and remind everybody that that organization is out there and they need awareness. As obviously 22 people a day committing suicide who have served this country is way, way too many. So again, Save22.Vet on that. Other than that, we will talk to you again tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. right here in Rock 106.9. We'll see you guys here. Have a good afternoon. See you